0: Good evening. We call the meeting of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners to order. It's good to see everyone. Thank you for, for making it. Hello to you all out there who are watching us on Facebook. Thank you for keeping up what's going on in the county. Uh, I will say this while I'm talking. We had a uh, hearing earlier today, and a couple of citizens were here, and I think they left here better informed. So uh, thank you for tuning in, and prayerfully you will be better informed, too, <clears throat> as you... Glean from us what we're doing behind the scenes to make Liberty County a, a better place. Uh, Mr. Brown, has the meeting been properly advertised? Yes, sir. Right. It has. Thank you, sir. Glad you're here. All right, we'll ask our Assistant County Administrator, Mr. Joe Moses, to come lead us in our invocation and our pledge for allegiance. Please stand for those two items, please. Let
1: us pray. Gracious and most benevolent Father,
2: we thank you for this beautiful day and your bountiful blessings. And Father God, we want to pause and pray for those who are going through during this season. We pray for all those who are in the our local hospitals, and then, Father God, we pray for that you would endow this August body with the wisdom and divine insight they need to transact important business of this community. We thank you and we praise you and we bless you. For us in Christ's name we pray.
3: Amen. Amen. I pledge allegiance to
4: the flag of the, the United States, States of America and, to, America, and to, to the republic for which it stands,
5: friends, one, one nation under God, God visible with liberty and justice for all.
0: Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Um, before we begin, we want to uh, acknowledge the loss of Riceboro's mayor, the late Mr. Joseph Harris. Many of us attended his services on Saturday, so we, uh, our thoughts and prayers extended to that, uh, to that family and that city, our community and the loss of, uh, of Mayor Harris. Mm-hmm. Mr. Brown, if you make a note uh, minutes, we'd appreciate that, sir. All right, approval of September minutes.
3: Chair, I make a motion that we accept the minutes as presented.
6: Second.
0: Motion and second. We approve the minutes for the month of September. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. Minutes for September are approved. Um, listen, there's a pretty little green basket up here just before we started. Uh, Aaron, I forgot his last name. The new uh, extension agent brought us a basket because this is happy national 4-H week. So he said it's for the commissioners. And <laughs> what is it? Yes, so please partake of the basket prior to, to leaving it's from the uh, 4-H staff. Thank them for that. Proclamation Rivers Alive. You know, Keep Liberty Beautiful is always doing something. She's forever mm-hmm. busy. I, I saw pictures where she had a volunteer group down um, St. Catharines,
7: yes, yeah, not
0: too long ago. St. Catharines, not long ago. So tell us about this proclamation. All right.
7: <clears throat> Good evening. Yeah. Where, uh, Rivers Alive for Liberty County is held. Our main event is always held in October on the fourth Friday of Saturday, which is Make a Difference Day. Rivers Alive is to just let people know about protecting our waterways, large and small, and it's the largest, ours, right here in Liberty County, is the largest Rivers Alive event in South Georgia. Protecting our waterways is critical in Liberty County. We are a coastal county, and over 40% of our land is rivers, streams, creeks, ponds, marsh, and wetlands. So we hope that you will participate in our main event, which is October the 23rd, and spread the word throughout your districts.
0: 40%? That's what I was told. <laughs> <laughs> is it more? <laughs> no, that explains why we have problems with oh, all <laughs> the rain we had lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. 40%, that's a lot. That's, a lot. Yes,
8: that's a lot, that's a lot. Mr. Brown, will you read the proclamation for us? Please? Be glad to. This is a proclamation of Liberty County Board of Commissioners. Rivers Alive is Georgia's annual volunteer waterway cleanup event that targets all waterways in the state, including streams, rivers, lakes, beaches, and wetlands. The mission of Rivers Alive is to create awareness of and involvement in the preservation of Georgia's water resources. Rivers Alive is held annually each fall and is a program of the Georgia Environmental Protection Division outreach program. Whereas the citizens of Liberty County recognize that all life is dependent upon clean water, and strive to restore and maintain the chemical, physical, and biological integrity of Georgia's waters. And whereas watersheds, the critical component of the hydrologic water cycle, is an integral part of all the earth's systems. And whereas Georgia has 70,150 miles of streams and rivers that nourish our native plants and wildlife. And whereas the mission of Rivers Alive is to create awareness of and involvement in the preservation of Georgia's water resources through this annual volunteer cleanup of the 14 river basins in Georgia. And whereas October 23rd, 2021 is the 49th anniversary of the Clean Water Act and the International Day of Worldwide Monitoring. And whereas Liberty County Board of Commissioners recognizes its commitment to engage citizens, civic and government officials and business leaders to restore and preserve our watersheds in Georgia. And whereas Keep Liberty Beautiful and Liberty County Board of Commissioners are committed to elevate the importance of volunteerism and motivate everyone in our community to become stewards of the environment. Now, therefore, I, Donald L. L. Lovett, chairman of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners, do hereby proclaim October 23rd, 2021, as Rivers Alive Awareness Day in Liberty County, this October 5th, 2021, and call this observance to the attention of our citizens.
7: And I would also like to point out, these are our um, new notebooks, and we would like to give each commissioner one that maybe can jot down October 23rd and remember it and and join in with us. Right. So we'll give each one a notebook.
0: Thank you, ma'am. You'll make your do your presentation and make your way Thank you. to Thank the you. podium.
5: Is there any money in this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you live it. Kara, a- <laughs> you, <got money.
9: laughs> you have a flyer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I, <laughs> well, I got to vote for the bypass. Hey, 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 hey. Thank
0: you. That's now on the agenda, ma'am. There was your assistant, there was your assistant right there. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> 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 yeah, we, we understand how rush hour is. Bishop, uh, you'll come, come here, please, and let's make it i stop. <laughs> we understand how Liberty County Rush Hour is.
6: Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's before she retired.
0: <laughs> uh, but that's all right. Ooh, <laughs> two,
10: <three. laughs> what kind of cake? Two, Any <laughs> kind you want. Ooh. What kind you
11: want. <laughs> She's gone into baking.
3: You, that's what we can do when we retire, right? Yeah, Cook more. Thank you. Maybe
6: one more time.
0: Keep living beautiful. All that they do for our community, they do a marvelous job. Uh, uh, marvelous. Uh, Is
9: this a contest like they have uh, for the Great American Cleanup between the city and the county?
0: He said we have the largest... Yeah, I guess so. We have bragging rack rights. We have the... The largest volunteer group for this in the Southeast, you said? We won an award last year for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
9: We've been the county.
0: The county, yeah. hmm hmm Thank you all. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Chair, Tan, motion to go into public hearing to discuss so 2021 millage. Second. 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 All in favor, raise your hand. Right We're now in public hearing. Mr.
12: Sure. Ooh, good evening. Good evening. Um, I'm going to share with you some, some slides um, that illustrate the history and, and the digest, our current digest, and historically what Millage rate has done and what the digest has done. And then we'll get to your proposed recommended digest. Um, this first slide, can you hit those lights? Sorry. This first slide um, just illustrates for you over the last year that last 10 years, I'm sorry, of what the gross digest has done, what the exemptions have done, and what our net digest has done. Um, And we've been very fortunate. We had a lot of growth this year. Um, Seems like Liberty County is continuing to grow. The exemptions (laughs) are also growing um, to the tune of about 331 million this year. And that's a lot of exemptions. As I stated earlier, um, at our first public hearing, we are an exemption-rich county. So for citizens who live here and and retire here, um, that's wonderful. For a county that depends on property tax for about 60% of its general fund revenues, that presents a challenge. Here are those exemptions, and as I said, (laughs) we are an exemption-rich county. Our two largest exemptions are Freeport, which is about 50% of our total exemptions, and then Disabled Veteran, which is about 24% of our total exemptions. You can see um, the increase this year. We went from 306 million to 331 million, another $24 million in exemptions. Um, As I said, it's, it's wonderful for citizens, but it is a challenge for the county because those exemptions in total Um, Just for the county piece, that $331 of exemptions is about $5.5 million in tax revenue that has to be made up by everybody else. And that's just the county piece. That's not, um, you know, school board and city and development authority. That's just the county piece. So that's a lot of exemptions and it's a lot of revenue to have to make up by everybody else. This gives you uh, a picture of what the millage rate has done over the past 10 years. Now the top one is the county county millage rate for the citizens of Hinesville. And we are proposing from 20 to 21 to remain flat at 14.8 mills, that's what it was last year. We're proposing that it stay the same this year. Uh, The unincorporated rate and the rate for all the other municipalities is proposed to go up 0.3 mills from 16.3 to 16.6. When we talk about the growth in the digest, you have two types of growth. You have real growth and you have reassessed growth. This illustrates what those have been over the past 10 years. Uh, The yellow is the reassessed growth and the green is the real growth. You can see back in 2015 and even 12 and 13, we had negative reassessed growth. That just means that your current property has been devalued um, if, we, if we end up having negative reassessed growth. This year, we had plenty of growth. We had a, a total of $108 million in total growth, and $69 million was actual real growth. That's great. And then we had another $39 million in reassessed growth. Um, Talk to you a minute about Service Delivery Strategies Act, H Bill 489, which talks about um, providing services throughout the county and what the cities provide versus what the county provides. Um, Mr. Brown and I talked a little bit about this and there is no law requiring that we roll the rate back, but we do is in good faith effort so that the citizens of Hinesville are not taxed twice for the same service. So what this does is if the city of Hinesville, and they are the only municipality in Liberty County that levies a millage. So if the citizens of Hinesville pay for fire services or mosquito control on their city bill, they should not pay for it on their county bill as well. So there are some services in our general fund that we identify as what we call duplicated services. and we identify a a millage piece to those services and we reduce (coughs) the tax rate for those citizens who live inside the city limits of Hinesville. Some of those, here are some of those services that we roll back for, which means that that the city of Hinesville is also providing funding for these same services. So that's why the county has two millage rates. They have one for the citizens of Hinesville and they also have one for everybody else, those in, in the unincorporated area and all the other smaller municipalities that don't levy a millage. Um, this, this slide has a lot of information in it. So when we take the digest, we have an un, unincorporated digest, <coughs> we have incorporated other, which is all of the municipalities with the exception of Hinesville, and then we have the Hinesville digest. If we apply the proposed millage rate of 16.6, to both the unincorporated and incorporated other, we will generate a little over $12 million. When we apply the 14.8 to the Hinesville Digest, we get about $10 million. Total at 100% would be $22.2 million in tax revenue. Here's our general fund budget of 42.5 million. You adopted your budget in June, and when you adopted your budget in June, it was about $1.5 million less than this. What we've done is included um, an additional cost of 1.5 million for the pension shortfall that we were notified of last month. So your new budget will then be 42.5 million. When we reduce, when we back out all the revenue other than property taxes to include the use of fund balance that we've identified to use for certain things, like the the, uh, capital items that you've identified in your general fund, and for the pension shortfall, there's about $2.2 million that we are going to use fund balance to cover. What we need then is $21.7 million in property tax. When I take the 22.2 million that we would generate by these proposed millage rates, and I reduce it for a 97% collection rate, which is high, but reasonable, um, we, we never get 100% the first year. Um, we would generate about 21.5 million, leaving a shortfall of about 235,000. When you talk about a $42 million budget, a $235,000 shortfall is very manageable because traditionally we have achieved savings, <laughs> and expenditures that would cover that. Um, and if he does collect at a 98% collection rate by the end of the fiscal year, that shortfall becomes like 13,000, which is then very manageable because we know we have never overspent our budgeted expenditure. So we've always achieved some savings. So we feel like this shortfall is very manageable and it might not end up being that much at the end of the year. What will that look like? So if you are in the unincorporated area or all the other any one of the other municipalities, and you have a $150,000 home, last year your taxes at 16.3 were $978. This year, that same home at 16.6, your county taxes would be 996 That's an increase of $18. When you think about all of the things that this board has done last year and this year combined, the, the full-time firefighters, 18 last year, and 18 more this year. Those 18 that were hired staggered last year are now budgeted for a full year this year plus an additional 18 to be staggered. Those primarily benefit the unincorporated area and those other smaller municipalities. Um, When you talk about bringing on EMS that we just did as of September one, that's about another million and two, somewhere around a million, million and two shortfall that we're gonna probably incur when all expenses and revenues are said. Um, and then since January, we've also hired an additional 17 new law enforcement public safety officials that primarily benefit the unincorporated area and those other smaller municipalities. So this board has done a lot to contribute to services for the unincorporated area and those other smaller municipalities. and that's. One of the reasons I think that they said, look, if we're gonna to have to increase the millage rate, we need to do it where those benefits serve mostly, those new benefits. And so we held the city of Hinesville the same at 14.8, and we increased, we recommend to increase, the unincorporated in the other cities by 0.3, going from 16.3 to 16.6. So in the Hinesville rate, in the Hinesville area, that same $150,000 home, you would see no increase in your county taxes, provided there wasn't any increase in your assessment or you didn't add on to your property. What does that look collectively? Um, so when we take all of the millage rates, you know, the county millage rate, the Board of Ed, the hospital authority, and the development authority, and this is in the unincorporated area for a $150,000 home, last year, your total taxes were 2310. Because the Board of Ed actually reduced their rate from 13 or 16.358 to 15.902, you're actually gonna have a reduction in your Board of Education taxes and an increase in your county taxes, but in total, your taxes will still go down about $9 in the unincorporated area for a $150,000 home. Thank you, Board of Education. I appreciate you being able to do that. We were not able to do that this year. Um, in Hinesville, that $150,000 home your taxes last year would have been $28.50, this year twenty eight twenty three dollars for a savings again generated by the Board of Education of $27. And that's all I have um, unless anybody has something specific, questions, then we can take comments or questions from Mr. the audience.
3: Mr. Chair, yes, sir. as I stated this morning, <clears throat> going, I'm going back to the uh, Issue with the hospital authority, just for those who were not present this morning, uh, with the county commissioners taking the responsibility of about 50 employees away from the hospital, uh, which in the hospital is receiving 3.8 meals, which in one mill is approximately one,
12: 1. 1.4 million.
3: 1.4 million. And what did you say the cost would be to operate EMS?
12: We will we'll probably end up losing somewhere about a million dollars.
3: Okay. So what I'm, what I'm getting at, the hospital has been relieved of about 50 employees. The county commissioners now is taking over, but the hospital seems like they would be able to keep that 3.8 mil that they were receiving all the time. And I do understand that they do have issues over there, but also this board of commissioners got issues, but also I believe that we could have looked at it a little bit closer and probably could have reduced it just a tad more. Uh, because I, I understand that there is some equipment that still has to be purchased for EMS that the hospital, is, I guess, apparently is still, ha- still have and they can, in their hands. So this is not over with yet. So, Like I said, I'm just looking at, if we can only look at maybe one meal Coming from that 3.8, that will still leave the hospital with 2.8 mil to deal with. And that, and that would be up to this board? This board would. I
12: mean, they are a recommend, the hospital authorities are recommending by. Recommending by, that's correct. Um, they will hold their public hearings and they will present their recommendations. Um, it is y- your vote and your right. resolution and your levy.
3: Right, now also when you talk, go back to the exemptions Okay, you, you were saying Freeport and disabled vet?
12: There are two largest ones, 79.9 million and 165.6 million.
3: Okay. Uh, the Freeport exemption has not been before the voters in Liberty County in over twenty five years. There's probably a lot of citizens and voters don't know what Freeport actually is. Uh, I think somehow or another, Mr. Chairman. In due time, as I've said in the past, we need to educate the citizens on what Freeport is. And they may say leave it at 100 percent, but I'm not one of those for enticing a company to come in anymore. They start them off at 100 percent. 40 years later, they're still at 100 percent. It's up to the voters to decide if you want to leave it at 100, 80, 60, 40, or 20 percent of exemptions. It's up to the voters, and it's up to this board.
0: Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, as Kim alluded to, I want to go back just for the sake of... I'm not sure. Do we have anyone here for orders participation today? No? Okay. Questions on
3: Facebook? No. We had one this morning.
0: Okay. The, um, yeah. just, just let me say this, then, for the sake of those who may be... Um, watching on Facebook. You heard Kim allude to the uh, fire. You know, we uh, A few years ago, we decided to set up a comprehensive fire department. So we're in the midst of that. So the, the number of firemen that she mentioned, that's all part of that process. And a lot of citizens in that county were very interested in that because they wanted to have uh, fire coverage. The only paid, uh, fully paid fire department in the county at, at one time was Sid Hines, but I think Walthamville has a few.
3: At a part time.
0: Did yeah. So you could be in an unincorporated Liberty County, rural Liberty County, called 911 and no one would come because we found ourselves uh, at a disadvantage when it came to be depending solely on volunteers. And it's not just Liberty County; that's something that's going on really nationwide. I heard um, the other night. I heard Walthamville presenting. Their fire chief was mm-hmm. talking about their difficulty in getting volunteers. So that's why we um, stood up the, uh, the fire department. EMS, the hospital asked us to take that over. And as Kim said, it's it's not a moneymaker, it's just a lifesaver. But it's not a moneymaker, it's a lifesaver. And the sheriff is here. He asked for some additional uh, staff, uh, 17, to help uh, him to fulfill what he feels the uh, public safety coverage should be in our county. Uh, And so we we did that. Um, Another thing that came out this morning, uh, this afternoon, really, the gentleman compared. He talked about Liberty County's millage versus other millage rates, and want to help to educate everyone that you can't look at just the total millage rate because some counties has fees in the millage rates and some don't. I think uh, Commissioner Walden made a good point that recreation in some counties, you know, you have to pay fully for those things in Liberty County, and we cover most of those expenses, and it's included in in your millage. So, when you look at the millage rate. You make sure you know what's in that rate before you say, "Well, Liberty County is off the scale compared to." You know, county A, B, C, or D. So it just works that way. Just a few things I want to throw out to, to the general public as we go through this through this process. Um, and Commissioner, I'm not sure if I left out anything. Y'all can certainly uh, add it in. But uh, the um, staff has done a great job. The uh, department has done a great job of submitting their uh, requests. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we've gone through those things, and uh, some folk, we're not pleased they didn't get all they wanted, but we have to balance the budget. So. And we are so thankful for the growth this year in the digest. So thankful. Um, and I'll just give credit where credit is due. Most of that came within the city of Hinesville. So all the growth that you see is paying off for us. It's paying off for us. And now someone said this morning the growth is starting to spill over a little bit into unincorporated Liberty County, so we're happy to see, see that too. I have no
9: choice. Um, sir. I there's really no choice yeah. but to go into yeah. Yeah. other areas. Up, yeah. Hinesville is about to go down.
0: But isn't it a good problem to have growth versus a dying community? So, mm-hmm. uh, so, but we just have to manage it smartly.
9: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I'd just like to say that, um, you know, the slide that Kim showed where, um, mm-hmm. let's say, um, a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house and uh, the tax increase, but when, um, you if you heard, the, um, the services, the enhanced services that, yeah. um, as she listed. Uh, EMS, you know, we, we need that. It's um, not gonna try to make money off of it, but we um, we do need that. Um, the law enforcement, uh, the fire services. You know, we, when you think about that for a county, um, the size of Liberty County um, and a minimal increase and in, we did not set out to increase taxes, but no. After, you know, doing everything that I thought we could and sharpening our pencils the way we did to uh, minimize it as much as we were able to. I I think it was a good thing. And I just think that uh, Liberty County is going to be better for it, for the things that we were able to include with such a minimal cost. Mm -hmm. That's my call.
0: I think we're well served. Thank you, sir. And listen, and you all see the continued growth that's around the county. Um, So we look forward to next year, to, to, to next year and what that holds for, so it's, it's good. And, and uh, I concur with Commissioner Gilliam, and we're able to offset tax, a millage increase by the digest.
12: Yeah, uh, you as I, as I mentioned earlier, you, you're at a little bit of a disadvantage because you adopt your budget in June before you even know what the digest is going to um, provide for you. And uh, like I said, close to 60% of your revenues our property tax revenues, our millage-based revenues. And so um, we depend heavily on that digest. And so yes, when there's growth like we had, you know, to, to think that somebody in the unincorporated area would only, I- county taxes would only increase $18, that's $1. fifty a month for all the extra services that you're going to be guaranteed to have. You've committed to your fire plan, as you said. We started it last year. We're trying to finalize it this year. Um, we committed to taking over EMS because it is a an essential service. Mm-hmm. Um, w- we've beefed up the public safety law enforcement. Um, we've done a lot, um, and and it is because we've had that digest growth that we only had to go up 0.3 of a mill mm-hmm. in the unincorporated and other mm-hmm. cities, and we were able to sure. hold the Hinesville rate the same mm-hmm. at 14. And I'm
0: hoping that what we've done with the fire department is going to help some local homeowners, and we can't. Promise, but we hope that it helps some homeowners with their homeowner. Eventually, and when everything
12: yeah. is built, yes, yeah, hopefully that, those ISO ratings will yeah. will prove. So
0: they'll more than coop that eighteen dollars. <laughs> yeah,
11: Mr. Chairman, I just wanted to add, and I, I thank Ms. McLaughlin for all her hard work in putting this together. But I really, and I know we all are, um, happy to see that reassessed growth. And the overall growth. And the overall growth. Because there was times when it flipped oh, yeah, in two were we're twelve I through fifteen. I remember. And we had to go up fairly
12: yeah, uh, we
11: did. heavily and on the on the millage on because the millage. we had a
12: negative net digest. Right. The negative reassessed growth outweighed the real mm-hmm. growth. And so our digest from that year to the next was actually a decrease. So you were you were in a time where your budget was growing, but your digest was shrinking. And so that was a very challenging time
11: and if you ride through a lot some of these new subdivisions, most of all of them those homes are full mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. yeah. i've run as rode through several and in door, somebody moves in. right there they're are hardly none empty yeah so there's a need here uh for the development and mm-hmm. i'm I'm glad we're finally seeing it um happen and hitting the digest, I mm-hmm. guess yes. you could say, yes. and on the other hand, too, one more thing I wanted to add too was the uh the hospital uh, millage rate has not increased in several years. Uh, no, the, the ambulance the EMS is not gonna make us no money, but they're gonna come when we call them and we, we need to have that service. We've got to have that service available. And having a small hospital, is not rule anymore. They don't, the Congress has done ruled that out. We're a metropolitan hospital and uh, i applaud them for what we just went through with this spike in COVID over there i mean they've done a fantastic job most of this if not all of this that we give to them is for indigent care and for those folks who don't know what indigent care is is for people who show up at our hospital without health insurance and they deserve service just like you and i do that's all i have to say
0: thank you Uh, let me say this Everybody's clear. Um, ladies and gentlemen, just because we're enjoying the di- the growth in the digest doesn't mean we're gonna be frivolous in our habits or in our spending. Mm-hmm. You know. We we maintain the, same standards, maintain the same standards. The gentleman mentioned this morning, he talked about SPLOSS and splos <laughs> building buildings, yeah. But you know whether whether you're in a splos bill building, you're in this building, you still gotta pay to operate it. <laughs> you know, still gotta you you still got operate it, you know. So Thankfully, Splash can at least build it for you. Right. you know, all you have to do then is, is just operate it, and, and, it keep, and, operate. and keep it going. But just because the Dodgers are growing doesn't mean we change all of our habits. All of a sudden, we're spin, spin happy. Right. And, uh, we maintain the same principles. Uh, and we appreciate, you know, uh, Kim, you, and everybody um, for the work that you all do behind the scenes to make this county run well. And, and this, this, this is, I'm, I'm very proud of what we've done this year.
5: Yes, I am, too, actually. Very proud. Too, thank you. Mr. Chairman, I, I want to echo you, you. You pretty much set a mouthful there that it, a budget is exactly that, and mm-hmm. I know it's set in June for a reason, and that is to show restraints. So you'll you'll go ahead and be prepared for what's going to happen in this time. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that our constitutional officers have showed restraints. I mean, this gentleman this morning was talking about the Board of Education and. We see they've lowered, but we got to all understand that they work for us. It's a totally different government there. Mm -hmm. And um, the chairman has served there and he knows, you know, what you, that's pretty much you put it out there. And teachers, uh, the custodians, the bus drivers, and all, they live within their means. Mm -hmm. But you've done a good job, Joey, you and Joseph, everybody has. And um, I I do see some things that was on the, um, the uh, countywide exemption Kim that was a little bit puzzling which was your forest land protection personal property and um, of course your conservation use that's there and it looks like we're we're a thousand acres or or more down and I know riding around the county you see more than a thousand acres cut so I'm wondering mm-hmm. where the tax money's at but yeah. that's not for me to to uh, look at, I, th- I see some numbers there which is forest land protection at six, and then we, we but uh, in 2020, it was 5762. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at some property here that's obviously is not in there anymore.
12: No, that, that one went up. So more property went into forest land protection. The one that, that dropped was the conservation use. It went from seven to 6.7. It dropped by 222,000. But the forest land protection grew by 262. So I don't know if they just flipped. They moved their exemption, they moved their property out of conservation use right. into forest
5: land. I'm, I'm not sure well, and, how that works. And that's twofold. That can be timberland that's now being used for residential land, yeah. which okay. we talked about this morning. We're, we're seeing that happen in all corners of the county now because you know hinesville i mean our other cities has got us in there so and there'll be more than that we all Mm -hmm. know there's going to be more than that and it's going to be a a challenge for us but you know i i want to say the challenge is going to be let's don't spend everything i mean and i know the folks that's working out here in these offices uh, the sheriff the probate judge all of our all of our constitutional officers understand this is a budget and we're working on a needs-based budget we've always have since i've been here um and i just know that the chairman won't tolerate frivolous spending Mm. i won't tolerate it Mm. and the board won't and uh, i appreciate you taking the time kim joey um, all of y'all so you you've got a june digest that's being uh, adopted at a different time, but I mean, we just pretty much throwed the numbers that we thought that was going to be fair. Um, and I do appreciate, as a commissioner in the city, that we were able to hold everything down to where we had talked about. It. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be hard, and it's going to be really hard on our smaller cities that's out there to maintain uh, what they've got without having to implement some type of taxes because. This board cannot continue to go on and and do what we've been doing. I can't see it. Um, So I appreciate again that and and the rest of the board members. I'm sorry I didn't get to make all of our hearings and the workshops, but um, I felt like the ones that I didn't need to be at, I was here. And glad to see Mr. Frazier. I didn't even see him sitting down
3: He always slide in.
5: Yeah, I know. But Mr. Chairman,
0: you uh, you did a all good right. job. Thank of, uh, you, sir. Thank, mm-hmm. Thank you, this. sir. We did a good job. <clears throat> we did a good job. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yes, very good. We live in kind County of Proud today. We live in kind County of Proud today. All right. Anything else? No. So, no. All right. I'd like to say something. I'm, I'm, I'm hmm Yeah. Man, we're going to get a billboard and put you on it. <laughs> <laughs> I
12: was trying to remember when I started way back in 2002, I want to say our general fund budget wasn't even $14 million. I, I think it was $12 million and we're up to $42 million now for a general fund budget. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of what a lot of people don't know. And, and we talked about this this morning well, is that the County mm. is challenged with state mandates that don't come funded. Um, so many of the services that you are required by law to provide don't come with the funding, whether it's mm. the public defender's program, whether it's uh, probate court or magistrate court. or uh, Those are not self-sustaining operations. Mm. We're never meant to be. So you counties are different than cities. Right. They have a lot more challenges mm. and a lot more funding requirements.
0: Mm-hmm. So Sir, let me say this to you. Uh, thank you for your service, first of all. Uh, when Ken met and disabled veterans uh, exemption and you said you you received those, what, what that does to our, our is to say, our financial pie, that's a, a pretty big slice of it. <clears throat> but Because we are a veterans-rich community. You know a lot of veterans like you live here. So it's a blessing. So thank you for investing in our community. So what we need you to do is kind of be an ambassador for the county as is what we do to support you, sir, and, and what you do. Thank you for buying six acres. Man, you got to spread in, in, in midway. My thing is so, when we have uh, elections for SPLOS and East SPLOS, you help support those things because they help make the difference to kind of offset what the exemptions do. The exemptions are, are due to you, and please, by all means, take advantage of those. But we have to offset that then by some other financial means. Right. So that's how SPLOS and East SPLOS and well, e-commerce, those things come in.
12: T-splossed. And
0: T-splossed. And so e-com- being an ambassador for us, if you will, say, man, this county needs those things.
13: Yeah. 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 I, I think um, on that, though, we
6: leaders, my daughter here, not, by the way, she's
0: uh, going to stand now. Uh, mm. <laughs> oh, that's right. Ching-ching. I'm sticking to the same thing uh, <laughs>
12: That must be for the school, aid, That's the for the, school for the, age. That's for school Sounds like i yeah. education. Mm-hmm. I'm Trying to age. think of yeah. what they call that.
11: FISA. I
12: can't even remember the the term mm-hmm. um, that they get that the, the school boards get for military I see. families. Right. I see.
3: That's that. Is, is that the impact part of the impact impact, impact, impact fee?
12: Impact
0: aid. The impact
3: uh-huh. aid that they impact, get. Impact fee. Mm-hmm. Chairman, you should remember that
6: one now, I yeah?
0: should. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right, <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Ms. McLaughlin. Uh, Chair, take a motion to close public hearing and go back in the regular session. So move. Second? Second. All in favor? All right, we're now back in the regular session. Thank you, Ms. McLaughlin. Yes, you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. your August
12: financial report. Mm-hmm. <sighs> We've been busy.
11: <laughs> were these both the same, Kim? I got two. Um, yeah, the
8: one went out electronically. Yeah, I think one, made one it went out, out electronic. electronically, and, and okay. puts together a book for you. OK. She, right. Yes, she would have given thank. that to
12: Maria to send out to you, or she would have sent it out to you when we got it done.
3: This is the same what we were saying that receive electronic? Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for doing that.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, I was. I know I've, I've been requesting that for a little bit. I appreciate it. Though.
12: Yeah, not a, we don't have a problem at all um, submitting it electronically when it's done. We just because of the way that the dates fall, absolutely yeah. sometimes we can't get it to you when your packets go out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we will always from now on send it electronically as well when we get it done, yeah. um, and then we can get with Mr. Brown as to you know do you want me on the first or the or the mid month meeting you know how that's gonna roll. But it, 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 everything's focused around the calendar, you know, right. when, when the first of the month or the end of the month happens, when payroll happens, uh, if there are holidays or, or right. weekends, you know, during that first 15 days of the month, because our goal is always to be have the month closed by the 15th of, of the, the following month. month. Right. So we are striving now to have the month of September closed by October 15th. Now we've got a holiday in there and we've also got a weekend, but we've already tr- we've already started our billing process. Um, of course we had payroll today and, and tomorrow we'll finish up payroll, but that's always our goal is to close the month by the 15th of the following month. And for the, the amount of funds and the amount of uh, reporting and, and everything we have to do, I think that's very reasonable for our size, our county, our size. Okay. But we will, will from now on, we as soon as we get it done, we will email it to you. Thank you. So uh, at the end of August, we've we've only received about five percent of our budgeted revenues, which is normal. Um, like I said, sixty percent of our revenues are our property taxes, and those come in 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 about three months time frame, right after we set the millage. So, um, and at the end of August, we've spent about 12% of our expenditures. So we've only achieved about 2.2 million in revenues and we've spent about five million. So kind of living off fund balance right now and that's usually what happens. Um, These are the lean part of the year. This is the lean part of the year. Um, At the end of August, you had $14.4 million of undesignated unreserved fund balance which is approximately 4.2 months worth of operational expenditures. This year, this time one year ago, you were at 4.5 months. Still still very good. We're, we're in a real good spot. I imagine, you know, September, October, November, you'll see it decline. And it might even get as low as, you know, three months. Three months. Uh, four departments, there's a couple of departments that are Running slightly ahead of schedule or have some variances, um, data processing, they have a lot of maintenance contracts are paid like right at the first of the fiscal year. So it kind of throws their budget into a, a, a negative variance, but over time that will, that will smooth itself out. And of course the uh, coastal Georgia regional dues, we pay that one time in a year. So all that gets paid at once. Same with Superior Court, we pay the law clerk up front at the beginning of the year, so that skews that department. Um, The Sheriff's Department, this year, they went from seven departments to five departments. Well, that took about a month to kind of figure that out, but during that month, we still had all of the people who were originally budgeted in basically 3,300, that Sheriff's Department, charged there. So when we finally got it figured out and separated it and put everybody where they need to go, those people had already been charged to 3,300. So now that we've had two months worth of true experience, we can go back and make those adjustments to move some of those expenses out of 3,300 and into those other departments where those employees are now housed. Um, Debt service, we actually made our first first uh, interest payment on the fire station loan. And that's a semi-annual interest payment, so that's kind of thrown that. And then um, other financing uses, we had to do an operating transfer out to 911. And so that's kind of skewed that budget as well. But I don't expect any of those to be an issue. This is only the second month of the year, so those will smooth out as we go along. Uh, solid waste, a modest uh, income right now of about $101,000. they have received about 13, almost 14% of their revenues and only spent uh, about 11% of their expenditures. Um, and within their departments, there's only one that's running slightly ahead of schedule but n- not even $5,000 worth, so we don't, we, we just highlight it, we don't note it. Um, and that's in recyclables, but every other department is operating within their budget. Uh, All of your other special revenue funds, your 911, your victim witness, child support, record center, they're all operating within their budget as well. Uh, Sales tax six still continues to produce wonderful results. Uh, We are now $2.6 million ahead of budget. So if you look uh, at at the actual distributions in August, we received over a million dollars again. That's huge. The sales tax just continues to grow. Um, Like I said, our budget for this year was only $766,000 a month. And for the first two months of the year, we've blown that out of the water. So um, we've received over a million dollars. So we're doing very well in sales tax.
0: Joey, is that a just a Liberty County thing. I wonder, is that, okay. Statewide. Statewide. It's
12: statewide and I think it also has to do with now online sales. Yeah. Um, mm. Years that was that know, ago, they weren't mm-hmm. taxing them and now they're taxing them and it made a big difference.
0: One of the blessings of the pandemic is <laughs> online sales.
5: <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That ain't and a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> and Teeth oh, continues house, so yeah, to man. do well
12: too. Um, we received $920,000 in Teeth Blast. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. it's great.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Brown and Mr. Chair. Yes, sir. Where well, not just because he's sitting there, but <laughs> okay. um, where are we with the cars now?
8: Well, it depends on which one. <laughs> <laughs> so the heat cars, Uh, The heat grant cars uh, were ordered, may have been received, I think they've been ordered though. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, they've been ordered, and then the Enterprise orders are in the bank, and ordered. Uh, They were able to find most of the charger units uh, on hand, Enterprise was, and they're uh, scheduled to be at West Chatham Morning Devices having stuff in them, and to be ready for delivery.
3: Okay, Uh, last question is, uh, are you coming along with you? 196 deal. I won't say anything else. <clears throat> You'll
1: know
8: better
3: than I. The,
8: the, the, the 196.
3: Uh, mm-hmm.
2: the uh, we're coming along well with that. That's, that's, everything is moving uh, to plan. Uh, we finally got the uh, water and electricity going, and got all the furniture should be
13: mm-hmm.
2: got it ordered. So we're we're moving um, pretty quickly right now. And they're they're going to come in and. Uh, do an assessment on the vault to make sure everything is good and and make sure our lawn system is working. But other than that, everything else is tracking. There's no no other issues that we're having. So we appreciate y'all for what y'all did for us.
3: That's all we want to know. We'll have a seat. We don't want to ask for no money. No, I'm
2: not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a a money saver. (laughs)
12: Joey, That's all I have unless
0: somebody. Joey and I had some casual conversation, you all, about um, the sale tax that uh, Allenhurst collects and um, Gum Branch. I that we you, hold for them. That we hold. I know, Commissioner Gillard, you've been looking at some Allenhurst.
9: Yeah, uh, Joey gave me a contact. Okay. The, um, yeah. is, is he the acting mayor or the He's actually Mayor Pro Tem. Mayor Pro Tem. Yeah. Yes, so i just trying to get in touch with him to see what can okay. I, I had a few calls from some citizens down here yeah.
0: Okay. We don't need to let those funds just sit there and not be used. Yeah. So we to.
12: Gumbranch and Allenhurst are the only two cities that we, we actually hold their funds for them because yeah. they don't have anybody to actively manage those. Mm-hmm. But all the other cities, Hinesville, Walterville, Midway, and Riceboro,
9: mm-hmm.
12: as soon as we get a check, we turn around. Yeah. And disperse their yeah. pro rata share,
9: and they, and they meet you halfway across the street to pick it up, right?
0: <laughs> They're knocking on the door. Yeah, <laughs>
6: yeah
9: we'll, we'll
0: keep looking at that. Um, All right, I need to help with that, with that okay.
9: branch. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting to hear from All, right. All right, thank you.
12: All right, mm-hmm. thank you.
0: LCPC revised preliminary plat. Collins <laughs> Habersham, Fair three, Miss Sanchez. How are you?
14: Good evening, everyone. So I'm here to present the Habersham uh, Colonies at Habersham Phase 3. They revised their preliminary plat to include three more lots at the far end of the subdivision. Um, Tier Long did the design, and this is in District 4. Am I going the wrong direction? There we go. Well, okay. I'm sorry? I'll move it oh, okay. So um, what's outlined in red is the original uh, totality of the original 52 lots in Phase 3, and then you can see the additional lots are right there at the end. This was actually contemplated Uh, when they originally came before you, but they hadn't worked out logistics with the adjacent property owner. So now that's all been worked out and they're here to add those additional three lots. Next slide, please. Yeah, that looks better. I thought I'd put a vicinity map on that one. Is this going to work with the remote now? <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. Oh, much better. Um, and, and, that's what I'm looking for. Yes, so there's the outline of the four, uh, the, the original phase three, and the three lots over here. This is the overall plat for the for the extended area. Um, the plat comes in two sheets. So sheet one over here, there are no changes. You recall not too long ago, preliminary you final platted eight lots in this area, and um, these is the area that's affected by the these are the revisions. So these are the eight lots that were final platted in Phase 3A. After this presentation, I'll be presenting the final plat for lot, these eight lots in 3B. And this is just I'm going to quickly flash between the two so you can kind of see the difference. This is the original Phase 2, uh, Phase 3, sorry, sh- second sheet, and then here is the revised one. The old property line came straight down here. This was one big lot on the previous one. They've made it smaller and incorporated this area into one of the lots that's being added. And these are the other two. And the only other change here is there was a community lot here that's just slightly smaller than what was previously platted. So as I mentioned, there are these um, changes. Uh, The big lot is going from 5.9 acres to 3.6 acres. Not a whole, the usable area is not changing because most of what's getting taken away from it is wetlands. And the the community lot in the corner there is being decreased just slightly, but the new lots range in size from just under twenty-two thousand to just under twenty-eight thousand square feet. This was before the planning commission earlier uh, last month, and they recommended approval of the revised plat with preliminary uh, preliminary plat with standard and special conditions. Our standard conditions. And the special condition is the same as it was for the original preliminary plot, is, and that is that prior to consideration of the final plot by the Board of Commissioners, documentation shall be submitted from the Liberty County Health Department indicating the development has been approved for on-site septic systems and for wells or service by a privately owned operated uh, excuse me, community water system. Um, we did receive documentation from the Department of Health indicating that those lots have to be engineered. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That's in phase. That's in the final plat. Sorry, not in this one. Mm-hmm. Getting myself confused here. So, this is LCPC's recommendation.
9: Okay.
0: Any questions for Ms. Sanchez? And, uh, Commissioner um,
9: Jones not here, so somebody has standing stand in the gap for him tonight. Yeah. Has Has anyone talked to Commissioner Jones?
6: Mm-hmm.
9: Any, anyone?
5: Uh-huh. Okay. I talked to him the other day, but he didn't act like he was knew anything about this. It was. I mean, he might have just. I don't see any. Um, I mean, I mean the roads is already paved. Yeah, so mm-hmm. just a matter of revising the. Yeah.
9: I'll make a motion, Mr. Chairman. Uh, I'll chair the team one, sir. So move.
0: Second. Second. Motion is second. We approve LCPC's recommendation for Habersham. Phase Three revised preliminary plat. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. Commissioner Jones, we took care of it. All right.
14: Okay, so continuing on, as I mentioned, we have a final plat for Phase 3B of this development. It's eight lots on a total of 9.38 acres. So this is um, what I point. I didn't point out the last time, but this is the Community Water Service is, is here and it supplies this entire development and it will continue to supply Phase 3. Um, This is phase one that was previous, I'm sorry, phase three A that was previously platted. This is phase three B with another eight lots. And this is the plat. What I'd like to point out here is that this is the right-of-way for this for the road. And it does extend all the way down to the edge of the property line. So it it starts out, you have at least 60 feet, but it does get wider in this area here. And that is being dedicated to the county.
5: And that road's already paved. It will be paved, that one there is. Is is this the one we talked about, about a, a couple of months ago?
15: Yes, sir. Hey, I'm Charles Way, hey. uh, the applicant, nice to see y'all again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the preliminary plat that, that was just brought before is all of these lots on this road and we're Platting them in eight-lot phases because that's how many we're selling at a time. Um, For bonding purposes and that sort of thing, it's just sort of a really cash flow thing uh, to not have to outlay a bunch of money and wait for them to take the lots down. But we have already paved the road um, past this phase and all the way to the end of the loop road to the back. So roads paved, electrical is in, street lights, um, cable. Internet, all the water system is in for all this stuff already. We're just blocking it up in phases for bonding purposes. So it's got the, uh,
5: this is the one we talked about to make sure they had the fire hydrant, or that was uh, Josh Wheeler's, wasn't it?
15: I think so. I'm trying to remember.
5: Where is it at? Is it in here too?
15: I'm not sure who Josh Wheeler is.
5: It was one of them that we talked about making sure they had the, the lines big enough for. Fire. fire hydrants. Fire hydrants. Uh, this one here will be.
15: This this has an eight-inch water main with fire hydrants already installed throughout it. Okay. It's already been tested, been chlorinated by the private water provider, and uh, Trent Long has got all that. But so this
5: would just be a HOA. I mean, this would be. Just to, yeah. so,
15: you
13: know, the one you're talking about is on uh, Lewis Fraser Road for Josh, and it Ah. Uh,
3: that's yeah. That's right. Lewis Fraser. Okay. That's right. I got a question. Well, we have some many now, so I have to keep up. <laughs> I got a question. Uh, I heard you say you got an 80-inch line. What size of a pump do you have to keep the pressure up on that line, and what is the pressure on the line at the fire
15: hydrants? Uh, I do not know that. I don't own Chirin. the water system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do. Technical question. Yes, I know the answer to that question. We Who have does... the
13: pumps. There are two pumps out there that both... Together they can uh, generate 500 gallons a minute, and about they the keep between everything. 40 and 60 psi on the line all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that would do it. All day. Okay. It's, that system meets the uh, it meets the requirements of Liberty County.
3: Now, why are you standing there, Mr. Chairman? You. The roadway.
13: That's what I was. I'm The not, roadway. We, had to, we, not we did pre-roll the roadway. The pressure it, it the pumps. Check all the asphalt. And he has bonded the. The work.
3: Because you know some issues that I'm dealing with now. So how soon will this be probably deeded over to the county?
13: In a year at the end of the warranty period.
5: Okay. Well now the street lights that's in there, y'all are paid for those out of the HOA?
15: Yes, sir. All the electrical in there is uh will be either paid by by private service or by the HOA.
5: But now, the subdivisions, we it, since it's a HOA, we really and truly don't have to accept those roads in the, if we want to, right? If We don't want to?
15: That's, I don't know the answer to that. It's... I mean, it would be like going into a... Um, I, I, I can keep them and get my, uh, my bond money back. That's a few. Yeah, yeah I, I just... I, I got $30,000 out right now. Right now? It meets y'all standards. So I'm, it's okay with me if they're private, but everything else out there is public. I, I don't, I'm not we trying have, to be. We
11: have been accepting uh, Argumentative about it. I'm yeah. I'll Yeah.
15: Making the mm-hmm. point, I, I, am, I am posting the, the maintenance bonds for them. Um, so our intention is for them to be public, just like the rest of that subdivision.
3: So um, uh, Mr. Chair, Mr. Long, <clears throat> you said you got a bond posted to how much?
15: Uh, 30000 I think it's around $21,000. For the sidewalks and the trees to be installed, Mm -hmm. and then it's about yeah seven eight thousand dollars per phase for the roadway.
3: Now, Mr. Long, and let's say one year after the bond is expired, we have issues. It's going to cost way more than that to fix it. Just well, like yes, Acadia so subdivision.
13: remember, now, this is the maintenance bond, and this is the way your ordinance reads. Mm-hmm. I know what they're all going to say, but what I'm saying is what's going to happen
3: afterward whenever it goes and we got problems.
13: If you yes. have problems, then yes, it does become something.
3: County. It does become back on the whole taxpayers in Liberty County.
13: Yes. Now, that's the way it is on every road. Right. That's the way it is on just the roads that we pave, even. Mm-hmm. Right. And the ones yeah. that we choose. Well, to I'm to just asking. Those. Just ask some questions. This is, yes, sir, this it is. is a risk that is, mm-hmm. is incumbent upon the county, but it is something that is inherent with every road.
3: Because you know where, where I'm going at, Mr. Chair, because you know right now, in District 1 alone right now, I've got seven subdivisions that's not deeded over to the county, and these people are paying taxes, so that these sure. people who don't have a road deeded over to them now, if something happens to that road, they will be paying for the repair on that road.
13: Yes, sir. So And so you know, too, and, and I'll diverge just a little bit and then I'll, I'm gonna back away. Um, as a result of the mid-month meeting, we are in the process of putting together a package for you mm-hmm. of what it would cost to bring some of these communities up to standard to get them where they could be accepted and maintained by the road department. So I should have that available to you uh, yeah. during
15: the normal mid-month meeting. Okay. Yes,
0: sir. All, right. All right, thanks, sir.
15: Just to point out there's an issue with the road that was not given to the county. That also mm-hmm. means that it wasn't inspected by the mm-hmm. county. Right. It Probably wasn't. Built it it, it, right it with, will but. reflect on the county. So so we have we have had Trent Long, uh, his inspectors, mm-hmm. as well as the county inspectors present for proof rolls inspections of the dirt, the rock, the asphalt, all those things to make sure that they meet y'all standards. Mm-hmm. So based on that, we posted the one year warranty bond, and if there is an issue with that road at one year, which normally if there's going to be an issue, it will show up because when those houses start getting built, there's gonna be dump trucks and low boys and all kinds of stuff on there. If there's something out there, I will need to fix it um, or I'll get to keep the money that I posted. So, and that's the, the mm-hmm. standard county procedure as I understand it. It is.
8: Mm-hmm. Mr. Chairman, if, if I could, one other note, and just so everybody's clear, you, you will be accepting those roads when you accept this final plat Uh, the maintenance bond will continue for a year, just like they're describing, but it it won't be a year before you start accepting those. It's it's accepted per the plat as a stamp. So it's just the maintenance bond does continue, Mm -hmm. but it'll actually go on our inventory once completed and once accepted. All that's per county ordinance? Yes, sir.
0: Okay, okay, Okay. thank you for that. Every time you come, we learn some more.
5: HOA uh, thing then, so like the gentleman said, the lights and all will be, no, it will never be our responsibility.
15: Not the lights, no, sir. Okay.
5: Mm-hmm. That's good. I mean, that's a, that's a good thing. I mean, at least you don't have to, To, um, you know, if somebody's going to run over them.
15: Sure.
3: What about street signs?
15: Uh, this particular phase doesn't have any street signs. It's all on one, one, one straight road. Yes, sir. Now we do have a street sign-in at the intersection in the previous phase, but this one's all on one block together.
0: Okay. All right. Trying to move us on. All right. Um, Mm -hmm. If
14: there are no more questions, I will... um, This is the final plat, and most of this we've covered, uh, on-site sewage disposal system is all. Uh, will be on each lot. Uh, I did get a notice from the Department of Public Health indicating that there are three of the lots there that are so that will have to be engineered, um, just due to the configuration. They're the ones that that are in the, yeah. the wedges in here. Um, so they'll do, for they will issue a construction permit. The property owner will he'll have to go and, and get all the paperwork and have those septic systems designed, and then the sign off will be required prior to getting uh, the issuance of the permit. Um, the ponds and all the drainage facilities outside of the street right of way are the responsibility of the HOA or the property owner, so that won't be anything okay. Liberty County will have to deal with. Uh, Liberty County will get is being dedicated just that small section of Wilkins Road. Um, oh, that should say miles, 0.17 miles. Sorry about that. Um, and then that 2.04 acre lot. That's in the purple here is all being dedicated to the county as well that the road runs through, and there are swales on either side of the road. Of course, the drain that drainage system will be the responsibility of the county. And we've been through this. There are some improvements that aren't done, and they have uh, cash escrow has been set up for to make sure that they are done and then a maintenance. And um, the LCPC staff recommends. Uh, approval of this final plot for Phase 3B with standard conditions.
0: Okay. <clears throat> All right. Now, I think we discussed it thoroughly. Everybody's clear? So, mm-hmm. Chair, entertain a motion for, for Commissioner Jones.
3: Yeah, I make that motion that we accept it. All
0: right. Second. second. Motion to second. We accept Final plat called the Habersham Plantation, Phase 3B. All in favor, raise your right hand, please. All right. Final accept accepted. Additional use? Sola array, Mr. Gandhi.
6: How
4: are you doing? How are you? Doing all right. All right, so I've only got one item for you tonight, which is a conditional use application. Uh, this petition was submitted by Coastal Solar Now on behalf of Mr. Joel Santiago, who's the owner uh, right over here. And uh, he would like to install a roughly 500 square foot, uh, 9.75 kilowatt ground mounted solar array at his home at 121 Santiago Lane. Man, his
0: head's on the street.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah.
4: well. Uh, okay, so property zoned in, uh, properties in District 4, zoned AR1, <laughs> Agricultural <laughs> Residential, and uh, Parcel 238A-99. Uh, pretty simple. Uh, here's our sign and legal ad. Uh, so here's where we are. Um, this is a 17 right here, and this is Friedman Grove Road. Uh, if you go past here in the Limerick area, it's going to be a, like a little dirt path here, and then the home is back in this area. So there's a different home up front here, which you can see a little better here. And this is just like you know, the, the path to get in that area. Uh, so like I said, zoned AR1, like everything around it here, we've got some A1 over here, all agricultural though. Uh, narrative, uh, coastal solar power will be designing and installing a 9.75 kilowatt ground mount solar array system at the request of Joel Santiago at the following address. Mr. Santiago would like a solar system for his home to improve the environment and cut energy costs for his home. Uh, so this is the same uh, uh, agreed upon, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, this, is, this is directly from the ordinance uh, about uh, complying with the you know, federal, state, local laws and regulations uh, as far as the uh, decommissioning plan. And of course, uh, earlier this year we had that other solar panel come in and uh, uh, Joey and I drew up that uh, affidavit there that I placed a copy of on your desk, Mr. Santiago has already signed it. So hopefully we should be okay on that front. Um, And uh, I think that's, oh, the diagram, yeah. So roughly 44 feet by 11 feet, gonna be about two panels deep like that. Um, This is roughly what the frame will look like, uh, just with the panels on it. Uh, Conditional use considerations. Uh, Application, uh, (laughs) approval of the conditional use shall not adversely affect economic values. Uh, It would not. uh, The physical and environmental effects of allowing the. Conditional use shall be considered. Uh, we said there will be no physical or environmental detriments. Buffer zones where necessary to shield any adverse factor shall be considered. Uh, we have a special condition. We're recommending a 15 foot buffer around the property, of uh, vegetative buffer. Uh, An additional space for parking and landscaping and building to be considered. None needed. So we are uh, recommending approval with, like I said, standard and special conditions, with our one special condition being that. The applicant shall place or preserve a 15-foot vegetative buffer around the energy system. And if you all have any questions, I can answer them, and uh, Mr. Santiago is also available for any questions. Okay.
0: Any questions on Coastal Solar project? He he wants to have solar power at home. I think he had a six-acre plot, Okay, so he has plenty of space to do it and requiring the buffer around it, so mm-hmm. not exposed. All right, any, so
2: that satisfies
0: any concerns I have, commissioners?
2: Yeah, I mean, any, anything you could do to help uh, save the environment, especially mm-hmm. nowadays. I mean, I'm, I'm 110% yeah. of it. Chair, entertain a motion then. So, so moved, Mr. Chair. Second. Motion is second. We approve the condition of use.
0: But Mr. Santiago, any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. All right. Motion's approved.
4: All Ooh. right. Thank you, Commissioner. Have a good night. Okay, sir.
0: Yeah. Still going to put you on the billboard.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> Man,
0: put you on our Facebook page and everything. Yes, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Southside Park. Let's go up to the. I call that the West side. So the airport road, not the West side.
16: What do you want to call it Mr. Chair. Yeah.
11: <laughs> we call it the West side. <laughs> commissioner
0: Jenkins. Good to have you. Mr. Simon. Good to have you guys.
16: I want to say greetings to uh, County sorry, commissioners. Councilman. Yeah, yes, I made him Chairman. commissioner. My city, uh, my County commissioner. Thank you all for inviting us here to come and share our venture off into this is a new park that we're trying to put. Uh, just to give you a quick history on, um, where we at, and then after I do that, I'm gonna have Paul Simon and Mr. Simon to come up and he's gonna go over the outlay of this part that we're trying to do. Uh, back in 19, oh, let's take a look for back, 2008, uh, myself and Mr. Frazier, uh, city councilman, we had a discussion about things that we need to do to enhance the, uh, the, uh, Area and, and on the you said the West Side. I know that's
11: what I said. You say West Side. Because I think
16: you got me confused, uh, Mr. Chairman. You're not know, calling it four or five different things. <laughs> <laughs> the West Side. Yeah. Uh, and he, one of the things she thought about, he said, we need to have some recreation there. Said, we need a park. We need something for that side of town. So I had the opportunity to go and talk to my county commissioner. And when I talked to my county commissioner, she said that's a wonderful idea. She said she always thought about doing something in that area, and a park would be a wonderful thing to do. So from that point, I started working towards trying to see exactly where we can put this particular park at. We did look at several different areas as we continue to move forward. One of them I think was the old dump area, and that's where we sort of kind of start off at. But after looking at it for a couple of probably about a year or so, I looked at it and realized it's going to cost us more money than I have to put into that park. And by the time we get done upgrading the park, I will be out of money. So uh, I got in touch with uh, Paul Cribbs and negotiated with Paul Cribbs to see can we utilize that piece of property where he helped the tenants go there. When when I talked to him, he told me he'll do whatever he can do to get us some land because he wanted to see a park on that side as well. But one of the things, the initial things he told me at first, he said, well, can y'all name the park after me? I said, I don't know about that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go work. But uh, so uh, moving on, he gave us the park, but then he kind of reneged on us just a little bit. He said he would give us half of the land that we was asking for. So I had to go back to him and ask him, told him that we need all the land. We, if we can, can we get all the land? So we end up getting that piece of land from him. Uh, so, just to bring you kind of up to date of where we at, we have developed a plan and, and sketched out a... Uh, Paul, is that a blueprint now? we call it a blueprint? Can we call it a blueprint now? Yeah, yeah, got I'm it. saying we can call it a blueprint, right? Yes. We have a blueprint. <laughs> Let me take this. So we have a blueprint that we put together. And I came by and I made sure I want to run that across my county commissioner, which is uh, Connie Thrill. And we sat down along with the chairman and we looked at the park and stuff. I wanted to do that before I presented this uh, uh, blueprint to the commissioners. We realized that we only have $700,000. That's all I have put aside for that park. It's going to take more than $700,000 to build that park. When you look at this on layout, you'll see exactly why we say it's going to cost us more money to uh, actually put this apart uh, together. So, uh, what we're doing today, we want to present this sketch, should I say this blueprint, to the county. Let y'all look over it. But you know, at the conclusion, <laughs> I'm going to be asking y'all, would y'all please help support us money wise you know, doing the rest of this in park? Very important that we do this in park, and I think it's, it's needed on this side of the town. But once you see the layout, you'll see it's a, going to be a very unique. Uh, that we're trying to put something that's going to be there and it's going to be recognized i'm saying it's probably going to be the best part that we have in living county but i'll leave that up to you so <laughs> I'm, going to ask, I'm going to ask paul to come up and help paul hey, the, yo, Good evening. The one had, they already answered their question there
5: mr chairman they said they would need their money. They got two poles. They got Simonton and Cribs. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need no money
10: from us. Uh, Mr. Walden, is, is That's that... That's Eddie. Uh,
5: Mr. Walden okay. my dad. <laughs> Eddie, is, is, is
10: that a pair of aces or a pair of deuces? That's
5: aces <laughs> right there, buddy. I can tell you. One of them is a joker.
10: <laughs> <laughs> one of them is what? A joke. joker. joker. Yeah. That's the other one, though, right?
8: Uh-huh. Oh, we're going to let Can't you say. talk that for a second. Cause okay. Evidently, he didn't get that. Uh...
10: Okay. All right. So, as as um, Keith just said, basically, we looked for several places on the to put um, this park, and, and when when Mr. Krebs did donate the land, it was it was a uh, it was a great great thing for the city. Um, and if many of you know, about fifteen years ago, basically, he built two, four clay courts out on the piece of property on Airport Road. Mm -hmm. Those four clay courts now are on the property that's been dedicated. Uh, And when the the plan gets up here, I I assume that we're waiting on something. When the Mm -hmm. plan gets up here, I'm gonna show you. But basically, as anybody that's played on the clay courts, it's it's very labor-intensive to keep those maintained. So we're we're not gonna stay with the clay courts. We're gonna basically convert two of those courts to hard courts. and then convert the other two courts to basketball courts so that we can get a little bit of diversity into the neighborhood on, in people uh, that use the courts out there. And I've got uh, a site plan here that uh, <laughs> Mr. Jenkins called the blueprint. There's not blue anymore, but <laughs> it's, it's, everybody knows what you're talking about when you say the blueprint. Mm-hmm. You said it was how many years ago he built those courts? It was about 15 years ago. How long you been here? How long? What? How long have you been here? Uh, came here night. Well, you mean when I visited or when I moved here? No, when you moved here. When I moved here was 1980. Okay. Yeah, and then and then we played on the tennis courts at the country club for a while, and and then they were in such bad shape. Krebs decided to just build us some really nice courts, and that was about um, 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. 20.
3: Keep on, you're probably going to tell you age.
9: So we we're supposed to use our imagination on this? Uh, well, I, I, I don't know. I know what, the, I know what tennis courts
11: looks like because we've already. Oh, trying to find the uh,
0: slide. Yeah, join me and get the slide.
11: Oh, okay. We don't have it. Give him just a few minutes or I,
9: I can just see it.
11: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: yes. Mm. Had to be.
1: That's going to date us all.
5: I (laughs) I knew you was a little bit... I mean, you know, John J. Hart, that was years ago, okay? That was a long time ago. Yeah. And I remember Jimmy because my wife told him. So this may not... This blueprint may not be blue.
11: (laughs) Can you blow that [SSSSS2] up? That's nice.
5: Oh, I can see it plum
10: good. Okay. Well, I'm going to go
11: closer. Okay,
10: so... Little guy yeah, right quick there. Breath, yeah. there we go. Okay, now slide a little bit. There we go. Okay. That's good. All right, here are the four tennis courts that were built somewhere around thirty years ago.
4: <laughs> 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 somewhere
10: around thirty years ago. Now when they were built, these were um, clay courts, all four of them, and there was actually a building in the middle uh, it was a, uh, bathroom. So what we, and, and the property that, that this, it was dedicated to the city. It's about four acres, I think. So it's a pretty good sized piece of property. So basically we're going to take and rehab these courts to the point where we're going to change it to a hard surface, get rid of the clay. And then on this side, we're going to have uh, tennis courts. I mean, uh, basketball courts, full courts. So we have two of those. We'll, we'll have, parking on the front and in the rear on the thing so that this basically parking in this area would be more for the use here. We have a batting cage back here and a, uh, a playground. And what we've done is tried to, to kind of spread the uh, activities across the site because we have one playground here and then another one over here at the pavilion that we've got planned for that. So just a, an overall look at this, basically, uh, the uh the parking lot in the back there's uh the batting cage here and tennis court i mean uh playground and then yeah this is just open air is isn't there something right up in here okay no that's just a walkway walkway in this path basically goes all the way around it's about 2,000 feet so it's about not a half a mile more than a quarter but not a half and then there's a playground there. Then uh, there's a new restroom building up here, It'd be very similar to the one that we're building at uh, Bradbolt Park right there. Um, so and then and then basically the parking lot here. There's a multi-use field here. Now these these are not soccer size fields. They're more they're this one over here may be close to a junior soccer, but they're more like for just activities, pickup ball games or or of any kind then um then we have a skate park up in this area and then as i was going through this i got a call from one of the residents out here and she said hey are you putting a dog park in there i said no there's already a dog park at bright commons so we're not putting one there she said do you realize how far bright commons is from my house good point point. and so we we did manage to put a dog park in the back over here so that we have some activity there and and that's pretty much the uh, the plan. We are rehabbing the um, the lights that are on around the tennis court, and then we have just uh, the uh, the lighting in the parking lot in there to make it secure. Um, one thing, one question I did get uh, previously was, are you putting a fence all around it? At this point, there is not a fence plan to enclose the entire site so that you can, you know, right now in some of the parks, they go out and they lock the gates and do that. You know, it can be gated, but look up here and there. But right now, it does not have a fence planned for around the entire site.
9: Paul, oh, the, 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 that's the, uh, got the dog park at the bottom, and those two, what's that, uh, soccer fields or football fields. fields. What is that?
10: Those are multi-use fields. Okay. They're, they're not. They're not regulation size for for a football field. Not even regulation size for an organized
9: Plus,
11: soccer.
9: Okay. But just opens. Just open spaces.
11: Space.
0: Like Forsyth Park. You just go out there and play. Mm-hmm.
9: That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I. Yeah. organized sports or anything. Okay. On. And at the bottom.
10: This right here. Yeah. What is, is that? Skate park. Yeah, if you if you look at the one on um,
9: eighty four.
10: No, the one out of one ninety six at the, uh, the 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 recreation area there. That's at the end of Sharon Elaine Street.
9: Um, Irene Irene B. It's a skate park out there. There, there is a skate. Park. It's
10: it's really small. What? It's whoops. Did I? Do
2: that? Like really really small. Oh, I did do that. But a skate park. Okay.
10: Yeah, this, that,
3: that
2: skateboard is really, really really small. So
3: this one, this (laughs) one is must be for the
9: beginning. It's, it's, it's just small.
5: Yes, sir. Um, and we've, we've been discussing this, uh, on the Miller Park. Mm -hmm. Is there a cell lane on that road?
10: Uh, yes, sir. There, there is you see right here this basically and if you zoom back out one, there is a D cell lane for this drive here so our drive at this point is is in that D cell lane the taper's back here mm-hmm. the drive is in the D lane now there's no left turns out of here
5: so is there a turn lane on uh, airport road
10: yeah this is airport Road right
5: here right but I mean is there yeah, let's Mr. just say it. you're coming from 196 to get in there, is there a turn lane to go into it?
10: You, yes, right here, there is one into this drive right here. Okay. So there's a diesel lane and a left turn access point.
6: Right into it, mm-hmm.
10: And, and in then the good, what, what we may end up having to do is, if you go out there and look, there's really not room for the U-turn there. You know, in most of them, there's a, there's a little mm-hmm. for the U-turn. Mm-hmm. You may have to add that in there uh, to, to get uh, a U-turn for anything larger than just a
5: car well you know i the it's straight across then from the old dump
10: the dump dump is all right I'm so this paul krebs rental the unit the rental office is right, right. There. okay and then he had this building here and his old office is about here right and, and the dump is just down from just a little further away <clears throat> So there's no, I'm,
5: and what I'm thinking about is the dog park that you're alluding to. Um, if you had, what would that do if it was a, if the dog park was across 196, I mean, uh, Airport Road, in a separate area than where the kids are at or the.
10: Uh, well, let me tell you this I don't think the lady that called me cares where the dog park is out there as long as it's somewhere close to where she
5: is. Well, I mean, you know, I just... I don't... My wife's got dogs, and she goes to this one out here, but I just
2: wonder... I mean, y'all have dogs. If you had
5: it across the road from the park, would that be a negative thing or would that be a positive thing? I'm just saying the dogs would be away from...
10: From the children.
5: Well, and not necessarily to say that children's going to be the only ones out there, but I'm just asking... Um, but then, that, would make, that might fix it to where you could have a full field. You know what I'm saying? A full, a, a regulation size I soccer field.
11: I don't know that we wanted it to be full size. We wanted more of a green space. And, and just for the, you know. Basically,
10: the input that was given to us was yeah. that they don't want to have organized sports, sports there. The on that. This is just so uh, it won't be for the rec
5: department. It'll be strictly a city of Hinesville.
11: Penn
6: County. Penn County.
11: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. well, it, well
5: I mean once you open it up, everybody's gonna go is
10: the reason why I'm asking. Yeah. Everybody will go. It'll, but they, will won't be, ske-
0: they won't schedule
10: that's right. activities there. Right. won't be, there. In, so, oh, well,
9: it won't be so no league games.
10: So. No. you want take your grandkids out there and run and jump ball you don't have to worry about
11: kickball or whatever. Frisbee. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
10: That's right.
2: What about just some Easton. green space? That's green space. I, I that's what he's space. talking about.
5: I mean, absolutely. I, I, I thought the dog park is here in this corner.
11: It's right here. Right it here. Is.
5: Okay. It'll be fenced that in. It's fenced you know in. I
10: didn't even so talk about the exercise stations on the park. Yeah. Oh,
2: the I, exercise. I was waiting on that. We
10: have exercise stations. Uh, here. Here. And then. And then. We're actually modifying this a little bit to to get a little more. <clears throat> see the straight walk does is give it a little more character okay. Okay? maybe weave it in and out a little bit and then we got the exercise stations here here along the way and as you go all, all the way around they're not on the front part in this area but there's exercise stations i think there's about eight of them mm-hmm. along the trail
0: mm-hmm. i see those in atlanta
10: parks yeah mm-hmm. yep and, yeah. And a lot of green space. Most city parks, green back. space. Kind of put back there on purpose.
5: Well, I, that's what I figured. That's why I was wondering, you was wanting it out of the way and I was thinking maybe able to utilize that other one across the road, but if not, that's fine. I mean, I, 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 I don't, I don't wanna rain on nobody's parade. I was just wondering if anybody had thought about it.
6: Yeah.
0: Very comprehensive.
11: Very nice. Mr. Chair. Thanks
5: yeah y'all go ahead and build it and let us just send us the bill and we'll <laughs> oh, no. we'll, we'll uh we'll put in what we can okay, I think what it costs okay now so what what, uh? toys, what, what think, is fixing
10: okay.
16: go ahead. i think what it costs is too much too much money way more money to take it and move it from where we got it at now mm-hmm. place it on the other side uh and we just don't have the funds to do it but we just figured that would be the best place to put it because we start talking about recreation and we want to try to keep the family Together as a whole. If the dogs is playing, they may have the kids out there on the um, the playground playing at the same time, so they can monitor them at the same at the same time. If they got a uh, some type of get together going on out there, as far as a family reunion or something, they'll be able to use both fields along with the dog park and any other type of recreations that the park provides uh, to support their. Their activities, so that's why we didn't want to put it on. And we just didn't want to tie the money up into it. So we figure every penny that we get and we got, we can just tie it into making this area something unique. But, however, in the future, if you want us to build us build something on that side of the uh, street, <laughs> we'd be more than happy to do it, sir. Paul, your- the uh,
9: the the batting cage. I mean, so is is that going to be? Uh, Joy, what kind of batting cage would, would that be? Do, do you know? I don't, I don't you know. know. Would I mean would somebody have to be there, like uh, to take a team out there to um, to operate it, or just? I mean, it just can't, You can't have a batting cage that's just open. Like the field would be no, open.
10: It's, it's actually. It's, th- this is actually a pre. They, Basically, you order them off the Internet, they come out there, and they're fully enclosed. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't have one of those pitch machines to you, basically what oh, you Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, you, you've got somebody, he's got mm-hmm. a person in there with you, him. You has and a, your partner. Screen, but they're
9: throwing them. <coughs> oh, okay, yeah. okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Manual. Put one in there with a pitch machine that we can No, I, I looked at that total mm-hmm. price right there, so I, I, yeah, uh, that's, I'm, that's good. That, I'm good with that. The, that number goes
10: up a bunch. Yeah, yeah, if you do that. Mm-hmm.
9: Well, and, and it would have to be. Um, monitor, yeah. As well, mm-hmm. you couldn't um, it does, you 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 just. To,
10: to
6: yeah.
10: it. Mm-hmm. So let me let me tell you. Then in, I, I was going to say this before it flashed up there. Anybody that it tries to estimate construction costs in today's market, I think, is is just kind of shooting from the hill. Okay. Uh, you know, sometimes I've, I've done some estimates in the last few months, and sometimes I'm way high, and sometimes I'm way low. And it just, you know, it's all over the place. I did the estimate on this project last spring. Yeah, 1.1 million. I did, we did the design on it, we got the information from contractors. Every single contractor I called, I said, so if I estimated a project in last spring, how much should I add to it now? And it would, it ranged anywhere from 10 to 50%, depending on who you were talking to and what kind of project. So at this point, basically, we've got a, a, a budget of $1.4 million to do the project. Now, that may come in at $1.1 million by the time we get to it. The one thing, can you go back to the site plan? The one thing we are going, or at least my plan is, you see, if uh, you to make it smaller, there you go. okay, most everything in this site is the only thing that is not is the bathroom and the pavilion so what we plan to do is <laughs> like put out a bid package for work, oh, the site work without the bathroom um, the pavilion mm-hmm. in it. so that we can build that maybe leave just the base course in the parking lot so the contractor has something to work off of and then bid the buildings and the pavement at a, at a later date to finish the reason why is Every every project that we bid where there's a general contractor and site contractor, basically the site contractors pricing it, the general contractor is adding his own to it, and so it just ends up costing you more. So we're going to do the site work, which will include, you know, the basic parking lot, the basin paving, curbing gutter, the sidewalks, the renovation of these two fields here, and these fields, and then uh, the dog park and the skate. So we can get all that, the utilities, the irrigation, the water and sewer service, and get all that set up, and then we'll come back and do the pavilion and the bathroom just from a building contractor in the future.
3: Uh, Mr. Chair. I got a question on a different level. Uh, Did you say that this is going to be a county-city project? Either one who can answer it.
16: Be a, I mean, I look at anything in the city It's going to be considered a city-county uh, project. And I'm coming to my uh, commissioners mm-hmm. and for supporting this project so we are end up being a city-county uh, project. Yes, sir.
3: Let me say this to you. We've been fighting with a park, one of the oldest parks in Liberty County, out on the main corridor. I think this whole board of commissioners is aware of it. I mean, uh, Miller Park uh, for 20-something years. Right now we have another project park that's in front of us. We have not completed that. Miller Park is not even started yet. and I'm going to be straight up with you. Good concept, but I'm not for giving another penny of county money to any other park
16: until Miller Park is completed. Commissioner, if I can say this, Uh, I'm coming in with some money. I don't
3: care. I don't care what you're coming in with. Excuse me. me. I
16: don't care what you're coming in with.
3: That's just my thought to this Board of Commissioners because I'm sick and darn tired every time I turn around. We start saving up for Miller Park and we start looking at another park.
11: Mr. Chairman, Commissioner Stevens, the Chairman and I met with the Councilman and uh, to review this, and, and then he went out and got the property. Um, so, you know, it was something that I wanted him to come and present okay. and hoping that I may be able to help him with some of my SPLOS funds and maybe to, the chairman will be able to chip in some and help with this project.
3: So what's going to so, happen to him? Miller Park, again, is going to get
11: well, I, county- Well, I, I don't know that we, we were looking at taking any from the recreation funds. You know, I think it was more of money a- more of the funds from District Three and possibly some of the funds from the chairman.
0: Yeah. And then, yes, sir. We, you know, the plans we had for Miller Park. I know Miller Park must we're gonna this so this is, this is right. that we're not taking funds from, from Miller Park to to do. Well, then I this. thought we
3: were trying to at least get Miller Park to a certain stage.
0: Well, we didn't. We're not in a the, race for going to we see we just no. gets no, no. done first. No, he just happened to, and he has but seven hundred thousand dollars to. To, uh, from the city to
16: put the water on. Plus a, plus a piece of property that's worth yeah. yeah. $700,000. A little over mm-hmm. $700,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr.
11: Chairman. Uh, and he's so been looking for
3: a while. We The have.
16: It? It. it was given to us uh, as a. Uh, long to the city. Mm-hmm. I beg your pardon? He donated to the city, yes.
5: Uh, so all of that property was donated. So basically what you're looking at is your one points, how much? 1.4? Right, and, okay. Mm-hmm. In um,
16: infrastructure, nah. yeah. he's got half of that. And you got half the money. Mm-hmm. We got half the money. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, my we talked to. The, I talked to both uh, the chairman and my commissioner, and we said if we have to get, go back, and I talked to Kenneth about it again today. I mean, if we have to phase it in. We'll do that, but we want to we want to move forward with some project. Uh, uh, move forward, and I do understand, commissioner, your concerns about. Uh, Miller Park, you know, and no, I love to see really do. I love to see something happen out there in Miller Park, but that's way beyond my my uh what I'm here for. Uh but I this is a project like I say that I started off asking for money back in uh two thousand and eight and we had splash money and stuff donated to this piece of property and stuff and I just wanna make sure that we use every penny mm-hmm. that we have and give it back to the citizens who's paying it uh and the outside folks who coming in. There. And move on with the same project and stuff. Uh, but the okay. most important part is we got that piece of property. Right. And if that property <clears throat> that donated to us, I think we need to make use of it. And I need to take what I got and I need to go ahead and start moving forward. Uh, one of the things Mr. Howard asked me to do to make sure I relate to you, to your audience, which is we're going to take it before the city, uh, not this council meeting, but the next council meeting, and so we can see if we can go ahead and put it out for bids. Uh and t- so we're going to get uh find out exactly what it's gonna take, uh what type of bids we got coming in. And if this body wants us to bring them bids back to you, I don't have a problem. But I wanna make sure that the county commissioners and I got the approval of the county commissioners to continue to move forward on this impact, mm-hmm. on this particular project.
9: Yeah. Mr. Chairman, I, I um uh, Commissioner Stevens, we the last thing that we're gonna do is take away from yeah. Miller Park. I mean, that's that's the. I just priority. want
3: to make sure that's no, no, that. No, that's that's
9: a, that's our priority, but um, oh, this yeah. this I, I, this project Miller is. Um, Times harder than you. You know. This, this project. project will enhance the, the west the west side of the mm-hmm. city, mm-hmm. Um, and the city and the county have uh, worked together on on parks before. Uh, Irene Thomas Park, uh, named after mm-hmm. Justin's uh, mm-hmm. grandmother, mm-hmm. Uh, great-grandmother. 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 great grandmother. Um, great grandmother. That's a city county um, venture. Um, I think the the county maintains it, it's in the city. Uh, I think you have to go through the county to um, to rent the pavilion,
6: mm-hmm. but,
9: it, but it's in the city. And um, it, every night at, I think eight o'clock or 10 o'clock, depending on the time of the year, the city locks it up and the city unlocks it. So um, the city and the county has worked together on um, recreation before. And I think um, with your help and um, Commissioner Thrift's help and the help of the city council and the county commission, this would be another great mm-hmm. venture. And it'll, it'll do something on that side of town. Um, you know, for the, the lady to, um, to tell Paul how far it is from her house to Brian commons. And when you look at all the development out 15th street mm-hmm. from gate seven, all up airport road and Pine Ridge and Stonehenge and Griffin park, uh, that whole side of town. I mean, that's, um, to put a facility like this on that side of town that would be supported by Mm -hmm. both local governments. I think it's a great thing, but we're, we're not going to, um, you know, uh, ignore
16: what needs to be done at Miller park because we, we, we're definitely going to do that. And and if I can say closing that definitely, I know the city and the county has a wonderful, I know since I've been in office, we have a great, working relationship, we come together, we do things together, and it's for the betterment of the citizens of our I understand that, and I agree with what you're saying. And um, so, and we all are in the county, we all have a love for the county, although we are the city, but we are the county, because we're in the county and stuff, so uh, I think we'll still be putting the money um, back into the county as a whole, And with the folks, it's like like um, commissioner. You know, we're growing. The population is growing, and we're getting probably crowded in Hinesville. But um, I think the the people on that side of town, I think they do deserve uh, something uh, because we do have a large amount of money coming through, coming in. Even doing, we start talking about our tax funds and stuff as well. So we do pay a big portion of it as well. Mr.
3: Chair, Mr. Chair, Mm -hmm. I heard what. Councilman Jenkins just said that they deserve. The people on the East End deserve the same thing. Miller Park Miller Park is happening. Miller Park Land was donated also 25 acres out there. A couple years ago. Was donated. So it's no different than donation and donation. People as people, they deserve the same thing as the people over here deserve. Just all I'm saying is Miller Park was out there on the front burner years ago before this was even thought of. I'm not saying we don't support it. Same as you can stand there and ask and support what you want, I can do the same thing sitting from this right here for the people on that end, Off for Liberty County.
5: Mr. Chairman, I, I remember when it was a dirt road uh, years ago, and I probably some of the other folks do. I think you would remember when airport road was a dirt road and there was nothing out there uh, i remember dirt road. i remember when mr Cribbs came here and, and uh got out there i think mm-hmm. you picked a good site um and it sounds like paul you ready to start basically in 30 days and turning dirt if you could if you could get it well um and and i'll tell you i I committed some money to Miller Park, to, to Miller Park Commissioner Stevens, and, right. and that's not even in my district. And I appreciate but, it. But I'm going to say something. There ain't nothing here ours. When we all leave from here, it's going to be somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I'll I'll upfront $200,000 out of my sales tax money if uh, Commissioner Thrift will fix another stake like she fixed today. <laughs> I'll. Uh, get me to vote for it no (laughs) no but I'm serious I'll um if you would if you take um, some money and um, I'll be the first one to extend the olive branch but I do know how long it's been on Miller Park Um, it's been nearly one solid year since we've made arrangements to do that and I'll uh I'll tell you that in time we're going to do it but it's coming. We we're going to, we're going to do that. I do uh appreciate Mr. Cribbs donating the property. Yeah. Um there's there's some things that you know I, I I look at is what you take off the tax digest when you when you get property like that. Um that's one reason why I was mentioning something about uh, having a dog park across the road, Paul. I mean, that's already off the tax digest. It belongs to Liberty County. So uh, we could utilize that for something that may be in the future. But I would like to, to say that I, Commissioner Gillard and I had talked about it one time last year in Riding that there needs to be something out, out on that end. So, uh, you've got one place in Gum Branch, and that's it. And I can tell you the Gum Branch Park is kind of like the Miller Park.
6: Mm -hmm.
5: 20 years, maybe. I I know it's been longer than that, 25 years. And it's still got old wood poles up there. Um, But I I was very involved in the rec department before, and I'm not anymore. But I do think it's important uh, to keep them out of that man's jail right there. So we'll... uh,
6: Sure. Thank you, for you
0: would. Thank you for your support, yes, sir. Duly you. noted. We hey, You picked up a little bit. Right? Boy, you, you, you're
5: getting
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to this gentleman right here. Yeah, no, now. Got He's
5: got it.
6: Take
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, them speed humps up. <laughs> All right. I, I, I thank you, kid. we
6: got to
8: move, move on. We so, appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. Where, where
11: will we go next? He's gonna, I mean, I right. want to contribute also. So when will we need to, at the next meeting? Well,
8: you can. The other thing, and I like to bring this up, Miller Park, we... Discounted the bid on, remember, it was $1.2 million. Mm-hmm. 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 You really hadn't come up, other than Commissioner Walden's commitment of 250 to that project, you really hadn't come up with a commitment for what it's gonna take for Miller. It goes back out to bid. It's being ready for bid right now. Okay. I believe so we, we will,
0: along, when, when, you. We will, when Joey? they get the numbers. Mm-hmm.
8: Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I understand. I'm I I running all, some that stuff here about all how all much minutes. people got left in their district gotcha. money, so gotcha. Gotcha. yeah, you just need to. Mm-hmm.
5: Joey, is that number wrong? Two hundred thousand for the park, I'm fifty sorry. for ADA,
8: right? Uh, okay. I didn't look at the bottom down there. Okay, but it would be right. So other, but my point is, other than your commitment to the project, mm-hmm. Miller Park is an unfunded project by the board. Mm-hmm. Other than what it yeah. will, uh, other than mm-hmm. what Eddie's okay. contributed, there are no other funds available for Miller 16, other than what 80? you might uh, contribute out of your district. 000, funds. I'm going so it it to give right? to
0: Miller Park too. We're just 50, waiting on your numbers. We well, you
8: are not. Yeah. yeah, my suggestion would be you t- we take a look at your district numbers mm-hmm. <laughs> along There's with a rebid number. Mm-hmm. Uh, come up with what you want to do on Miller Park, if that is your priority, and then see what you've got left in your district funds that you can contribute. So, some are, some have more than others.
0: Mm-hmm. We know.
11: I, I didn't know. I thought Miller Park maybe was going to be funded by the rec.
8: No, ma'am. The rec, the rec, the rec funds were completely exhausted. Yeah. not a splash, if mm-hmm. you remember. And mm-hmm. so the board was going to make a commitment at some level to fund Miller Park mm-hmm. once it came. We we, we will.
2: Right, we'll uh, figure it out. But you know, I'm, I'm not trying to get into weeds. But I, I remember we got we got enough through the discussion with uh, mm-hmm. the park in in the fourth district in the different phases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Initially, mm-hmm. We we're supposed to do one phase. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I was the one up here talking about Miller Park mm-hmm. and why are we going to phase two and three of that park, and not Miller Park, but. We'll talk about that later. I mean, that, that's not what what, what what they're here for. No. So I'm, I'm gonna get back to that. That's a really nice park. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to see a little bit more green space. And then also, if you can relate a message to uh, revs, we appreciate that. Cause that West side, you know, uh, it's been developing on, on that end of, the, end of the, the county for quite a while now. And like you said, the only part we really do have out there Gun is in Gum Branch. Branch. And with all the respect, you know, people from Airport Road aren't gonna travel right. farther out. They they might travel farther in, but not farther out. But I I do like the concept. Like I said, you know, I wish yeah. it was just more space. And, and there's
11: still. Right. Oh, yeah. and, still, but
2: but really, yeah. if it was more space, yeah. I would love to see a family entertainment center right there too. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's a lot more space. I mean, <laughs> well, still if he's talking about Miller Park, I don't talk there. about a family entertainment, <laughs> <laughs> baby. They're still
5: standing pine. You got, uh, you got, you got, you got one
6: there. of
2: them out there at the
6: Shell station,
16: right <laughs> <laughs> there. Mm, yeah. 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 See. That's what I'm saying. And Mr. Chairman, it is safe for me to say that I do have the consensus that we can move yes, forward and mm-hmm. right and uh, mm-hmm. you guys can support us. That's yes, the
0: city project. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Sir.
16: Thank, you sir. Thank you. Thank you. Ma'am. Yes, sir. appreciate
2: mm-hmm. it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh, uh, and one one more thing. Uh uh I I had a conversation with, with a council uh councilman that we share mm-hmm. a particular portion of of the district together. Uh matter of fact, we Bump the line that, that road as well. Uh, Live oak, and
10: so, so let me tell you. And uh, I, had, I had a layout, and everything looked really good, but my background areas were horrible. Uh, okay. I managed to get them from Trent to the good areas. But you, you'll see that concept in whenever I get back on your agenda,
2: okay? Yeah, because yeah. Councilman Riles has been me about that, because we. So,
10: but I've got that concept done, and then and it'll it'll be back before
2: you. Before too much Thank you so much. you Thank you. All right. All right.
3: All right.
10: Thank,
0: uh-huh. you, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, marijuana ordinance. Commissioner Frazier's name here. I, I thought my uh, county attorney. You, that's a, that's who you're trying to get.
2: He didn't answer. Oh Lord. Now I'm joking. Got Kelly. What's wrong? Oh, I'm I'm not worried. I, no. I I just I just like having my legal representation with me. You
0: yeah. want to do the lead in, sir?
2: He's, He's there. Yeah. All right. Uh, yep, I'm here. How you doing, Kelly? Uh, it's Justin. I didn't know if you wanted me to talk first or you. Uh, uh, we we do have an early Christmas present. Uh, we do have a sheriff present here as well. So uh, I, I don't know if if we're gonna still talk about it now or do you wanna just move on to the, to the next agenda item.
17: Um, you you wanna talk about the, um, the retail economic development effort first or?
2: Uh, whichever way you, you wanna handle it. Uh, actually on the agenda, we, we have the marijuana. marijuana, but I would love it to, change to cannabis or earnings sounds a little bit better if, if you Mr. ask me.
17: Well I, I know oh that, my uh, gosh. the board had considered the, the misdemeanor marijuana ordinance earlier. Mm-hmm. And you know, since that time there have been several other jurisdictions who've passed comparable ordinances. I think the latest one being the city of Tybee. And so I think Commissioner Frazier thought it might be appropriate to reconsider the issue. And I'm I my understanding is that we're probably going to wait until the mid-month or, or the, the next regular meeting, whatever it can be on the agenda, so that uh, we can have a you know a, a full presentation to to inform the board as to which jurisdictions have passed similar ordinances and the benefits of them, as well as some of the disadvantages that we discussed earlier. And so I'm not sure if you want to proceed that way, but I, my, that was my understanding that's how we'd proceed. And I know that we had the sheriff who's – here today, and he might be willing to comment on it. But if not, I thought he might want to weigh in and give law enforcement's perspective at the, the meeting when it's uh, addressed more fully. Whether it's the next mid-month, the next regular meeting.
0: Y'all, call you'll move it.
17: I'll, I'll, I'll defer to you, Commissioner Frazier. However, you want to proceed, I'm fine. I will,
2: uh, if, if the chairman will allow us to, to move it. To give us some, I apologize some time to, to the to, sheriff to get some more information but yeah. I mean but but since the sheriff is here I mean if, if he would want to you know I mean the mic is open if you want to say anything about it you don't have to sheriff, but you don't have to yeah. but, 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 but more importantly uh, I, I do want to say that this isn't this is more of a decriminalization and not legalization and mm-hmm. there is a there is a, a difference where we're looking at it and I know from from my point of view and from my perception of it is uh, criminal justice reform has always been very close to me, uh, you know, from the federal level to state level. And I think this is one of a few things that we have the opportunity to to be a part of that to, to help change the uh how criminal justice is looked at. You know, uh, because there are, everyone has made a mistake in their life before, you know, and I, I would just hate for, for someone to ha- have their whole life altered because of, of, a, of, of a mistake that they made early. You know, a, a college student not being able to receive financial aid, or, you know, a, a young person not being able to, to get a job because of, of, of a, a little blemish on, on their record. So I would just love for uh, everyone up here to have an open mind about it and we will get some more information to, to you all so we could discuss it a little bit more in depth later.
9: Mr. Chairman, I, um, I don't know what information that we're looking for, but I, when I saw this on the agenda, I, um, I went online and <clears throat> there are a uh, 572 cities in Georgia. 159 counties in Georgia, and so far in the state of Georgia, as close as Tybee, as the attorney said, and Savannah and Statesboro that have these marijuana ordinances. But that's a total of 12 cities and counties. You know, so it's not running rapid throughout the whole state of Georgia. If you got 572 cities, 159 counties, and a total of 12 cities and counties that's, uh, that has some kind of ordinance that um, decriminalizes um, possession of marijuana. And uh, as for young men or women making mistakes, um, I know that um, your criminal record is, is, reviewed when you're going looking for a job and you know, that could show up on there. But the person that, um, possesses marijuana less than an ounce or whatever that, um, that amount would be, um, he purchases that under the cover of darkness. I mean, you can't buy it in Walmart next to a six pack of beer. You can't buy it anywhere legally, you know, so you're breaking the law. When you got that less than an ounce in your pocket, you know, so it's still against the law. And I talked with our um, state representative, and um, it's
2: not being talked about under the gold dome. It is being talked about.
9: Well,
4: I when I talked with all
2: due respect. I, went, I know went, I know a little um, bit more than just our, our state representative. I, I know the, the good legislative Lord, I, black caucus. If if and I, I, actually, I would like, I can I, I would like to that as well, to If you. You. I could, right? Um, but when I talked with Al.
9: Is who I talked with. He said that um, there's been no talk about it um, when, I, when I mentioned it to him. And I'm not here to, to argue the point. I'm just here to say that, it's, um, that it is against the law in the state of Georgia. And when they vote on it under the Gold Dome and it's not against the law, then it won't be against the law here in Hinesville, Georgia, or Liberty County. That's just my thought on it. But if it's something that we want to talk about at the next meeting or whenever that time comes, um, we can. But um, I think they were saying that we needed more information. And um, I went on Google today, and that's the information that I have. Twelve out of all of these cities and out of all of these counties. That's, that's what the number is um, that I found today.
2: Yeah. So, are, are you telling me that it's it's twelve? Cities I'm not telling
9: you anything. I'm, I'm not telling you anything.
2: Okay. okay. I, I was just I was just trying to figure out the the purpose of of throwing up the twelve out of the well, five. Well, uh, because
9: you said you needed more information, didn't you?
2: No, I don't need any more information. Okay. What what I was saying was to give a a, a great presentation. We would love to have a little bit more time. Well, I thought a great presentation was once it was on the agenda. Mm. Okay. C- Commissioner. I'm, I'm
9: gonna, Commissioner uh, Gillard,
3: Make make sure I hear you correctly. You said that you, out of all these cities and counties, there's only twelve that is jointly uniformed together.
2: Huntsville is one. No, it, it was um,
9: it was a list online, and I think it said. Um, South Fulton, well, you, you can look yeah, it up. no,
3: I'm just asking the question. But, but it,
9: was, it was like a total of 12, 12. out of um, 172 the- cities. Okay. And I think it's, it's in this area the Coastal Empire, Tybee, Statesboro, Savannah, uh, the <laughs> city of Hinesville has it. But, um, and then there's some around Atlanta, Fulton County, South Fulton. Um, but, Hinesville? Yeah, I said Hinesville. Mm. But a total of 12. 12,
3: Twelve. counties that are, Twelve. Are, are united
9: together. 12 counties and cities that are united total in, in the state of Georgia. Okay. Okay. All right.
0: All right. What I don't want to do is, uh, and Sheriff, I don't know if your statement is more prevalent now uh, when we bring it back. Uh, we don't need to have the debate tonight and come back and debate again. <clears throat> uh, let's just wait for the uh, information. You guys are going to present. And Sheriff, if you don't mind, you, you'll reschedule to come back. And uh, with the
9: Sheriff has some information now, uh, Mr.
0: Well, Chairman. He, he, not information, but I think he was going to make a statement.
9: Uh,
2: which, okay.
5: All right. Mr. Chairman, I, I, I want to ask a question. I mean, I, I know this has been something Commissioner Frazier has talked about, and we've dealt with a lot of things here tonight. This board has, from saving lives 911 to funding constitutional officers to our county employees and all and. Um, I guess the sheriff can answer this question unless, um, Kelly, you still on the phone or he go to sleep? Yes, sir. I'm still on the phone. (laughs) Well, let me ask you a question is possession of marijuana in Liberty County right now against the law. Yes, sir. It is. Okay. So we want to try to make it not against the law. Oh, that, that's no,
17: I, I'm not sure. I'm, I might might help um, recap what we presented a few months earlier. You know, the the Mister Nita marijuana uh, possession ordinance would not. People use the term decriminalized, but it wouldn't. Uh, it, it wouldn't make marijuana possession legal. It would still be a crime. But the question would: How would the, the crime be punished? And. Under most of the jurisdictions we've discussed, I think, including tidy most recently, possession of marijuana, Mr. Mr. Mayor of marijuana possession is treated basically as a citation offense. So rather than appearing on your record as, a, you know, as a, an actual conviction, it's uh, it, in large, most cases won't even appear on your record. It's just like any other county citation offense, which usually is not reported to TCIC. Um, and so that's that's the distinction we're making. It's not really that you're decriminalizing it or making it um, legal. It's simply that you're specifying the punishment for possession, and it's misdemeanor possession only. It's for possession less than an ounce and it's not under a separate statute. It's I think as we mentioned last time, it's under the uh, disorderly conduct uh, ordinance that we would propose to pass, and as part of that, it stipulates that only a citation will be issued if you're disturbing the, the public peace and you uh, have less than uh, an ounce of marijuana on your on your person. So that, that's the distinction. It's not decriminalizing, and it's just specifying the, the punishment.
5: Well, if I wasn't lost, I'm lost now. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> so. Basically, basically so. saying uh,
2: it is taking you from have to
0: go and get Arrested
2: and then processed out of the jail rather than just giving,
17: issuing you out a citation to like a traffic
2: citation. That's, you from That's right.
5: That's absolutely right. Fingerprintable offense. Right. Of so, that. but the thing that we haven't had a, a state court judge, a superior court judge, or a drug court judge, or nobody come up here and, and even bring this to our attention. I know I heard about it earlier on, maybe last year, but. I mean, I haven't heard anybody speaking in favor of it. I mean, are you hearing something different than I am?
17: Well, I think that was the, kind of the intention of waiting until <clears throat> maybe uh, your next mid-month or next regular meeting. is so we can get more formal input, you know, from some of these stakeholders like the state court solicitor or state court judge and law enforcement. And, you know, I know that, I think we mentioned this last time as a practical matter. I think the state court is doing what it can mm-hmm. basically address these um, misdemeanor marijuana possession cases, um, kind of uh, have them uh, disposed of in some alternative alternative fashion rather than simply I mean, it's, it's holding these it's people, finding the people right. guilty of a uh, yeah. criminal offense which they were charged for misdemeanor what? possession. I think they're providing for alternate um, disposition like community service and things of that kind. <laughs> I think it'd be helpful to get their input, so that Commissioner Walden, you, others, myself, everyone, knows what the position of uh, you know the, the local state court and solicitor is, as well as local law enforcement, and they can tell you if it's a burden on the system, is it disproportionately impacting you know youthful offenders, or, or do we want to do anything to address this? Is it a problem, and do we want to address it? And so I think that would be helpful to get their input, and that's the reason I recommended we wait until a future meeting.
0: Well, let's do that, y'all, and this yeah. is the time. Let's, yeah. let's yeah. just bring it
17: back. Yeah,
5: this right here. Yeah, like I, I was just going to say that
3: mm-hmm. maybe this board just come to the conclusion that we're going to seek further information mm-hmm. and um, gather all of the parties that needs to be involved and get mm-hmm. their input.
0: That's what Kelly just said. Bring it mm-hmm.
3: back. That's, that's
0: where we are. All right. And get our, everyone's the, Economic question. development.
3: And it's still
5: against the law, Yes, sir. Right now. Yes, sir. Right now. Yes, sir. Right yes. Yes, sir. The okay. the so the economic development. you got some. I don't need to change it. I think we ought to grow
0: marijuana.
5: <laughs> <laughs> under economic e- development. E-
0: economic development. <laughs> Attorney Davis.
17: Yes, sir. Maybe. I think this might have been brought up at a past meeting. I'm not certain, but I think Commissioner uh, Frazier wanted to bring it to the board's attention in a more formal fashion, and I think it was discussed that. In the unincorporated areas of the county, there might be a need to have uh, an authority or a body that's committed to the recruitment and development of uh, retail business in the unincorporated areas of the county. You know, for the, for the larger city, actually, I actually think Hinesville might be the only municipality in the county that has its own development authority. And You know, one of its more successful projects was the recruitment of the, uh, I think it's called Oglethorpe Plaza, but, you know, mm-hmm. where the, the exporting we're the big sporting goods. And that was very successful. It's brought a lot of to the county and employment. And I think that, you know, Commissioner Fraser's idea was to have a body that would kind of do the same things, but for the benefit of the other municipalities, small municipalities that don't have their own development authority in the unincorporated areas of the county. Um, and, you know, right now we really don't have that body that's focused on, on that, on that <clears throat> issue. We have our local development authority, which the chairman sits on. And they're primarily focused with you know the recruitment intention of larger employers, whether it be manufacturing or distribution, or you know larger larger industrial concerns like that. And in the past, they have considered retail projects, but it, it's been infrequent. And I think they'll, I think the majority <clears throat> will concede it. it's not their primary focus. Um, and so I think that was Commissioner Frazier's idea. Uh, I don't think he's you know stipulating the exact. Um, mechanism or procedure, how this is done, but I think you would like to get together a group, maybe a few commissioners, uh, some mayors, and some area business leaders, and get their thoughts on if there is a need, and so how, how, how we can best address that. And, you know, one potential idea is to create a statutory authority, which is permitted in Georgia law. Our local development authority is a is a constitutional creation, but we can also create another. Uh, development authority by statute whose mission could be retail recruitment and development. And so that the two missions of the two authorities wouldn't uh, interfere with one another. But that's just one idea. It may, be, may, it may simply be that we have a committee you know, with uh, area mayors and chamber of commerce and others who make known the opportunities that perhaps the industrial authority could help with if you have a major retail development somewhere in the unincorporated areas of the county. But that, that's the initial thought, and so I, I think that Commissioner Frazier would want to have a committee <clears throat> to, to look at the issue and report back to the board, and uh, have you folks consider it.
2: You want to add anything? Uh, well, uh, I, I think he said He's it all. all. Or uh, basically, same thing that Kelly just said. You know, we're, we're looking at economic development not just in the city of Hansville, mm-hmm. but more importantly throughout the whole. Uh, County from the the west to the to the east to the north to the south, and I mm-hmm. think if we have a, 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 a authority that just focus and put emphasis on that, it could kind of spread the uh, the wealth throughout the in, entire uh, mm-hmm. community. And I know we we've, we've been excited about the the sales tax numbers for the last year or so, but uh, we have an opportunity to really increase on that as well. But it's it's going to take, you know. More development, sort of just like uh, what we did when we were, well when we were on the Hinesville Development Authority too, Mr. Chair. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I mean we we have opportunity in Liberty County. It, we have two exits off 95.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, uh, that that alone, you know, we could can recruit, you know, some some businesses out there to you know help help our bottom line. So, I would love to, you know. Uh, have some type of committee together, so we can see how we can move forward. So, you go, Kelly. You all have a template for that, or you're gonna y'all
0: you gonna sit together and kind of put that together.
17: I think it would be helpful to have the you know, committees' input first. You know, uh, one idea is formal <clears throat> authority, and that template is well established throughout the state. Okay. You know, we have probably hundreds of them, uh, and the other might be <clears throat> just you know promoting with local partners, making. Smaller cities more aware of the opportunities that the industrial authority and others could offer large retail developments. Mm-hmm. But um, whatever it is, whether it's a formal solution or a kind of a, an awareness approach, I think that probably there needs to be a group put together to study the needs and how we best address those needs. And I'll, and I'll be happy to participate and help uh, Commissioner Frazier on that issue. Okay.
2: Right. And especially, and so I would, I would, I would probably companies. recommend
17: that. Chairman, perhaps you and Commissioner uh, Frazier can get together and form a committee, and hopefully uh, one or more mm-hmm. other, or at least one other commissioner might sit on the board and maybe perhaps have a representative of the authority and some of the other municipalities who might be interested in participating, as well as some perhaps you know area business leaders. Uh, not too many folks, but enough to have significant input and identify what our needs are and how we go about um,
0: addressing those needs. Okay. All right.
17: Mr. Chairman, did um,
5: our development authority change in 2000 to where we um, can now work with motels? um, Mm -hmm. All of that changed, didn't it, for commercial businesses and all? I
0: don't know about change, but I know we can work with motels. I
5: know. But I thought there was some legislation that had to be passed Jimmy, you remember that? Or you might not have. I thought it had to be introduced that we our Liberty County Development Authority used to only look at industry mm-hmm. and now no. there was some. And
0: yeah, we've been approached by motels and we hadn't done anything with that, but we've been approached. Kelly, that is that new, Kelly, when when I came on board, that was that was already in progress.
17: As far as the retail involvement by the industrial authority? Yes, sir. If that wasn't the result of any new law you know in georgia you have basically two kinds of development authorities most i would say 95 percent, are created by statute and they're authorized to undertake all kinds of projects much like in our local industrial authority whether it's industrial distribution manufacturing but also retail you know commerce generally and then ours is a constitutionally created authority and it it has broader powers but it, it has all those powers as well if the local author- industrial authority decided to issue bonds or or, grant tax abatements to a a retail project? It could. In fact, I think, although historically it's been reluctant to because the the economic impact hasn't been sufficient enough, I think, to warrant tax abatements. I I guess it was probably maybe five or seven years ago now that the authority did issue bonds for the, the Kroger Supercenter that was proposed. Unfortunately, Kroger decided not to build the project. But the authority did issue bonds for that for that project because it was going to have significant uh, economic impact, impact, both in employment and investment. And so, the authority is able and authorized to to assist with large-scale economic uh, uh, retail projects that have you know significant impacts. But I think its focus has not been
5: that in the past. I remember Chairman is, is, McIver mentioning like something project, about it. Be able to they were changing to uh, where they could do other than, in, I believe the conversation was, could they build a motel? Could the development authority fund for a motel? Well, you know, they never had before, but now I understand that they're able to do that.
17: It wasn't a change in the law. I think it's just a <laughs> change in willingness. Um, you know, I think what you're referring to, Commissioner Walton, is perhaps maybe a, a hotel at the interchange. And I think, you know, even though the hotel may not have the traditional economic impact as some of the other projects the authority has been involved in, right. you know, something something like that at that location would be important because it would promote, hopefully, and spur other economic growth in, in mm-hmm. that quadrant. And right. that would assist not only the county and the development of that interchange, it would yeah. also benefit you know, the, the existing workforce and mm-hmm. industries that are there. You can provide lodging and hopefully mm-hmm. encourage, you know, development of more restaurants and things like that. That would I think I think
5: the, I think the, the uh, workfor- interchanges, both of them, were were mentioned, but I, yeah, that's just
17: something yeah. that for some reason you, you, it, you, it's a good illustration because in the past I think the authority's been reluctant to involve itself in retail mm-hmm. operations because you know I think other for example, in this case other area hotels would regard it as perhaps unfair or you know providing a competitive advantage to you know to another hotel and I think that's why the authority has been reluctant to involve itself in retail operations okay. but I think admittedly it's because those projects haven't been significant enough you know I think I think that the Kroger Super Center and the Oval floor Plaza are probably the first two large scale retail projects that we've had that have warranted that kind of involvement and hopefully there'll, there'll be more of that in the future as well.
1: It's I mean I think one one thing is this a matter of the workload and
6: time over there. The industrial authority level you'll
0: have staff
17: I could really hear, but uh, you know, re- regardless of the authority, whether it's statutory or our own local constitutional authority, you know, there has to be a cost-benefit analysis undertaken mm-hmm. that, that justifies the incentives and the tax savings that are granted these projects. So, regardless of if the project, whoever whoever undertakes it, whether it's a new authority or the existing authority, there has to be a significant economic impact mm-hmm. to justify the incentives mm-hmm. they're given. Yeah. That's the analysis that our authority. Uh, undertakes with each project and, you East know, project. all other.
0: Got to pass uh, that test.
17: Authorities undertake as well. Mm-hmm. So, but, but I, I think, I think as I admitted earlier, I think even our authority would admit retail has not been their, no. their focus, uh, historically, you know, because of it traditionally doesn't have that sort of impact that, that I discussed.
0: Okay. All right. So if I heard you right, then we need to sit down and, and, um, discuss committee composition. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll do that, Kelly.
17: Okay, we'll just put together, work with you, uh, yeah. Chairman, and put together a committee to look at the issue? You and mean Commissioner Frazier? Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll be happy to.
0: Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. All right,
17: thank you. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Reapportionment agreement. McDonald and Associates.
8: Mr. McDonald is here. Uh, Ms. McDonald is, is obviously here, but as you're aware, we're <laughs> going through the reapportionment game by a little bit, which is pretty tenuous. And uh, I know we had talked about the ability to possibly engage somebody that might have some knowledge to walk us through that process. And <laughs> luckily we probably got the guy with the most knowledge uh, right here to write. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ms. McDonald has presented a proposal for us to do that. I do want to tell you this money is in
1: the budget under professional services to be able to do this, should the board desire. And just to add to that, if my credentials need to be shared, that—that <laughs> oh, that, that was my question. All right. Yes, sir. All right, Mr. Fraser. What—what what, what makes you qualify to—to <laughs> to, uh... um, prior to my tenure as having the privilege of representing my home county and my home city, um, I spent six years as legislative counsel to the General Assembly, and as part of that with reapportionment issues as a lawyer, and after that, was appointed to be the executive director of the reapportioning congressional office. Where during the after post the last census, I drew all the congressional and legislative districts in the state of Georgia. So, so you I, were the line drawer. I was the line drawer. I made like sure Mr. that they Chairman, were he's the,
5: he's the man for the job. I think you so? a motion? <laughs> Yes, sir. <we laughs> a motion. Make a motion that Mr. McDonald come on board and get him
0: a desk. Second. Motion and a second that we approve the agreement between Mr. McDonald and the Liberty County Board of Commission to help us with our reapportionment exercises. We're
5: going to start this way,
1: though, this time, Jimmy. Six, and then we'll work down the line. <laughs> <laughs> I have one contingency now. Is, is that part of your motion? <laughs> Every one of y'all still got to like me at the end of this. Yeah, uh, That wasn't the case get at the over legislative here. level. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: in favor of the agreement, raise your right hand, please.
1: I, I literally had a legislator take a swing at I'm sorry. At it. That's all right. You so gonna vote it? Yeah, Mr. Vote. Stevens, I appreciate you if you don't come at me too hard during this, all right?
6: Mm-hmm.
3: I got,
1: I got a couple of t- I'm for Miller Park, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. Okay. No, no, the
3: only question I have was, um, when you, um, Jimmy was, um, you just be dealing with the commissioners or you be dealing with the board of education. Both. So, Both. my, I guess my question is, is this amount of money going to cover or do you have a contract the with the board of education?
8: It, it'll cover both, uh, Commissioner Stevens, Uh because you'll be coming in with Board of Education members right. at the same uh-huh. time, mm-hmm. and he'll actually be in the room with us, and it'll help with, with the finite of those lines in the end once y'all decide where you want to put them.
3: And so we, we can, can tell the Board of Education, just take whatever we give them, because they ain't paying
6: nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right?
11: Does he sit down with each one of us? <laughs>
1: <weeks>? Right. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. the steam County manager and I have been discussing about a process and what I've suggested and what really worked at the statewide level, Mm -hmm. which I think would be scaled down and does work Mm. is now that we do have the numbers and have an idea of where the growth was and where it wasn't, I've found that it's better to work to, to sit down with each of you individually on your districts and get a sense individually where you are. And if you've got to give up people, where do you want to give them up? If you've got to gain people, where would you rather gain them? let us kind of incorporate that into a map for the first, so that the first time you see a redrawn map, it has as much of that already in it as possible. And then if there's wrinkles that need to be ironed out, that's something that's done by the commission as a whole because I found it kind of productive that if the first map you look at is the one that hasn't been balanced out at all because then we get stuck in the weeds about I want this or I don't want that or you don't want this. If we get that from you individually on the front end, and then allow us to draw the map that balances out, because I'll just give you a quick elevator tidbit on the restrictions or why it's important for the county to do this. There's really only, now that Section 5 is no longer in place of the Voting Rights Act, we no longer have to submit our maps to the Department of Justice. So there is no pre-clearance as there always has been. But that doesn't mean that the, restri- that the Voting Rights Act doesn't apply and the way the courts have interpreted the court- Rights acts, uh, acts apply. So we would have to make sure things like one man, one vote, and deviation. That means having the districts as almost as equal as possible in number. But then we also meet the fact that our minority-majority districts, if we have any, must be maintained. And then lastly, that we're not stacking or packing any single district with minority numbers in order to create another majority 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 district over here. So those are the type of things we'll be looking at, but that's on the objective legal side on the subjective side. It's what y'all want. You might be trying to get rid of a constituent who's been (laughs) bugging you for 10 years or whatever. And those are the kind of things I think it works better in a one-on-one conversation so that we can go ahead and incorporate those things, get it as close to balanced out and federally legal as possible. And then if there is some discussions and negotiations that need to be happening within y'all, it's coming when the map is already kind of balanced out and you have a quasi-finished product in front of you. Any
0: other questions for Mr. McDonald? good. All
1: right,
0: look look forward to working with you, sir.
1: As always. Hmm? How many hours you gonna put in a day? Sir? How many hours you gonna put in a day? As many as you need me to. Oh, wow. And, then you know, and y'all know, you know that I'm right back behind you now, right?
6: Mm-mm.
1: Are y'all aware that I'm practicing over at JOJ now? I, I was. I, well, I hope everybody knows that I, I've brought my family home. I'm living local now. I'm going to be commuting to Atlanta as needed for our needs. Okay. But um, I'm also practicing law over at JOJ now. So I'm Kelly's law partner. Okay. So we got a lawyer that's going to help us out. Yes, sir. What experience. <laughs> Like good Thank you, ship. Mr.
0: McDonald, good to have you home.
1: Always. yes, sir. Glad to be here. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Thank you, sir. I guess,
8: Joey, uh, when are we going start to the, start the process? So you, you, you already got the maps, your map, uh, mm-hmm. and w- with your deviation numbers. I got some more stuff tonight uh, to be able to, to give you that. Um, and then I'll fall back to Mr. McDonald then to schedule meetings with, with you guys uh, to talk about your deviation numbers.
3: Now, didn't you say C- CR- CRC was going to help us?
8: Actually, CRC stands ready to, they're the ones that generated these maps. Right. Uh, because we loaded them in the map So we'll be giving you those tonight. So, appointed. again, I'll leave it to Mr. McDonald to.
3: So we have CRC. Okay. vote What's the margin of error? I mean, a uh, percentage. Is it, is it 3% or 2%? There
8: is, there is no margin of error. Zero. Uh, they want it as, as equally balanced. Equally balanced. They want it balanced. And then uh, you basically have to report to...
1: Constitutionally, the, yeah. the provision is one man, one vote. So the idea is if you can get as close to one man, one vote as possible, they're balanced out. So at the state level, what we generally try to do is keep the deviation within 1%. If you're within 1%, you're safe. You, when you start getting over three percent, you start raising eyebrows. So, yeah, we'll be shooting for the one percent number. Yeah,
8: correct me if I'm wrong, but then you also just have to report to reapportionment. According to the presentation we got the other day, if, if it's if it's not balanced or for anything that's not balanced, you, you've got to just submit a note as to why
1: you couldn't balance. Anything. There has to be a ra- there. There's an outline in a memo that I'll provide, Joey. There has to be a rational basis for not satisfying the balance. You have to be able to point to something and say that's the reason why.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. There's not a lot of reasons where it will be justified. But once again, y'all know it's late. Yeah. Thank y'all. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Georgia State Fiscal Recovery Fund.
8: This is, a, this is what we were gonna bring back to you tonight, see what you decide you want to do for application for a grant uh, on these funds. Uh, the state ARPA grant, this is, this is your East Water System expansion for Lewis-Fraser Road area. That's uh, basically already been designed that we talked about last time. Uh, you see the project cost estimate and the funding sources that are out there uh, for that. Clint, if you can you yeah, hit the next one, please. This this is what you talked about on the expansion piece of that. Uh, To go to the west side of the tracks in McIntosh, you see the cost estimate on that at 3.3 million. Uh, It has not been designed. Uh, The funding sources that that would be out there, you gotta have a match and this. We're projecting a 60-40 match. It could be less, it could be more. I think it's important to, to know that what we're recommending is you submit these as two separate projects so that one doesn't kill the other. If the state doesn't feel like they can come up or wants to come a million dollars to this side, it doesn't kill the design that's already done on, the, on your east side project.
5: Joey, you, know you say this right here has not been... How did you get your numbers?
8: I uh, called Trent and put together a cost estimate. And, and the other side was to where now? The other side is, uh, if you remember, uh, the extension that we didn't get to finish going down Lewis-Fraser Road. Right to uh, Riceboro's water system. Right on that side, that was that was one that was already designed by Matthew Barrow, but the funding wasn't there for that, and so we were waiting on to get the block grant funding for it. Then this came available.
5: What? Why is this one right here so much higher? I mean, I don't understand it because the distance is shorter. more more, more residents, more businesses to serve. On this end. On this mm-hmm. side, yes, sir. hmm Well, so you'll make your money back, wouldn't you?
8: Uh, provided they come online or, you know, to do that. Uh, eventually, you'd make your money back, Yes, But that's what it would, the other thing is that's what it would take of, on both of these. You're looking at your commitment from your local ARPA funds. One mm-hmm. uh, million on this, if it gets funded, uh, and, and on the other, uh, Clint, if you can back up one more time, on the other, the local ARPA would be 339000 because it does get an infusion of splosh money that's already been allocated to the project I have an old splosh that you were holding to match a block grant funds
3: no. now, this would include the <coughs> the hookup
8: it does not include connection it does
3: not need does not include the connection
8: no, sir but it would run all the way to the end of the line so that could be provided but that's our recommendation as far as on the water side i think. We, we, we issue those as two separate applications in the grant and, and just see what <laughs> happens. Mm-hmm. and then the final piece uh clint on the last one there was the interstate paper road project you know in t-splash it is a designated project it already has a million and a half dollars allocated to it in t-splash but yet the project cost budget has always been right around three million dollars and so if the board so desired in order to try to get money for that project uh it could apply for some some of those state arpa funds also to try to do that project to match up with your funds
3: i thought we had a million set aside no
8: it was actually a million and a half because it was 50 percent of the cost of the project was that just to resurface
11: hmm?
8: That'll be about the third it total. It's a. Total I mean, Trent did a presentation mm-hmm. on it sometime back, but it's a total, uh, total re- mill and grind mm-hmm. and refill of that mm-hmm. roadway. That's going to be interesting. Because the base is. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. those trucks. Because mm-hmm. the base is, is just deteriorated so bad.
3: I'll say one thing on that project. If that project ever gets going, that project is going to need to be done uh, at night. Mm-hmm. At nighttime.
8: Those are the, you know, we, we, our deadline is we need to go ahead and put those applications in the hopper. We've got the east end ready to go on the water system, because you already talked about that. Uh, and the west side is almost finished, too. I mean, we, could, we can make all these applications if that's what y'all want to do, or if you want to do something different.
3: Would our biggest hassle on the water on the west side be the, the uh, railroad track,
8: probably? Uh, yes, we're not undoable, though. I mean, you know, just t- it's a time element is what it is. And if you remember, you've got uh, really, really the projects don't have to be fully finished by 2026 now, especially infrastructure projects, but you've got to have the money fully committed by 2024 on your local funds.
3: So, uh, but hearing what you're saying, how long do you think that applying for the permit to drill the bull under that railroad would take if you apply for it now?
8: They don't know well, well knows so that. what will happen is CSX has a defined process in that mm-hmm. you would you would make application to them you'd send them a set of plans and then you actually pay them for their review time uh, for, for coming across there right away mm-hmm. uh, it, it's not inordinate I mean I, six months okay probably
5: Commissioner Stevens if you go in on if you go in on Homestown Road and where the canal Goes underneath Homestown Road, mm-hmm. you've got water right there. you got a hydrant right there. Mm-hmm. You can come up our canal and go all the way in there. That boring under the road, I don't, I mean, there's one way to go if you're a, a, a Martin going to a gourd, but there's another way to go and you can go down that canal bank that belongs to us mm-hmm. and go to anywhere you need to there. I mean, the boring. It's not going to be a big deal. You're not going to have CSX get out here and fight a county that wants to put clean drinking water right. in places as house. Now, I mean, I, I, that right there is the uh, easiest thing to do is nothing, and I won't agree with that. I, and it's not my district, but I can tell you I see the growth that's going to be in there, and we ought to capture it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we can tie to Riceboro, and we can also tie to Hinesville. If we yeah. needed it, we can tie the Hinesville up to Flemington, up to the to the high school. But we can't um, tie the midway. So do what now?
3: You can't tie in the midway.
5: Well, I wouldn't want to right now. I mean, I think there are some <clears throat> issues down there, but I think you could tie in to a well that's already established in Macintosh County. But I mean the boring I I mean I've seen people bore twenty four inch, you know, three hundred feet. So it's not a That's not a big issue, and I'm sure the railroad's not gonna fight us over that. They may be a little bit, but they ain't gonna fight us too bad.
3: Uh, Mr. Chair, this may be off, but I I just need to ask this question, and Mr. Long is gone. Mm -hmm. I noticed that we got some clearing going down on 84 next to the convenience center. And Mr. Brown, you might wanna check to see if that's going to alter any of our plans going in that road, what's going to go there?
8: Um, you talking about the convenience store at Miller Park? Mm, right. Oh, okay. Uh huh. That, that,
3: that front, I guess it was the uh, Huey Jeffrey piece. But
2: well, that piece still oh. for sale, right?
3: No. It, well, it's cleared now. Well, it's cleared. Honor. Yeah, it's clear. I saw them Clear it. It's cleared. So you might want to. I'm sorry, Mr. was chairing, but I just thought about Honor. that. But for sale,
2: something. I mean, I thought it was. A...
0: So you just need that consensus to move forward with this, sir? If
8: if if that's the decision. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I see
3: the motion. Just a consensus. Don't
8: really, I mean, we'll, we're okay. We would need a motion if we get the grant okay. to accept it.
3: Okay, we'll move forward
8: and see if we get it. All we're right. going to move the gum branch.
0: Yes, sir.
3: Appointments,
0: ACCG, G- voting delegate.
3: Although you ain't giving me no yes money, but
8: I with you. It's that time again where the uh, <laughs> ACCG is ready to do its policy adoption. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, I thought you had the, money. the board just needs to designate somebody to be the voting delegate on behalf of the board. I, I, well, which one? I, I, uh, ACCG. Okay. Yes,
2: sir, I think we need to keep our, our current delegate. Huh? Mr. Brown.
8: No, uh, Commissioner
11: Stevens. Mr. Stevens, you going? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Make a motion. Need we. A motion and a I make okay. a motion. We uh, appoint Mr. Commissioner Stevens the ACCG voting delegate. Second.
5: second. Be appoint. point. appoint. Second. Yeah.
0: second. Second. All in favor. <clears throat> All right. Can I vote for
3: myself? You no. see it.
8: EMS Region Nine. Uh yes sir. Uh we need to make uh appointment to that region committee. Um you know, previously under your other director that was there, he was appointed, but we haven't appointed the new director, which mm-hmm. is customary for the EMS. Uh, that'd be Mr. Crystal Hensler. There there was also um the chairman of that group also recommended that we appoint the assistant director there so that Liberty County could have two positions on that board, and so, uh, yeah, that'd be great. It's the EMS Region Nine Council, if the board so desires. So it's Crystal and who then? Crystal Hensler and Jean Long. All
0: right, Commissioners. Chair, attend a motion.
11: Mr. Chairman, I make a motion. We uh, appoint to the EMS Region Nine Appointment for our EMS director, Crystal Hensley, and our assistant, Gene Long.
0: Okay, second? Second. Motion second. We appoint Crystal uh-huh. sir, and Gene Long to the EMS Region 9 board. Any further discussion? All in favor, will raise your right hands. One against. We appointed to serve. One, one no? One no.
8: All right,
0: announcement, sir? Uh,
8: one quick thing, and this, the, because these just came to you, So, at your desk, uh, you'll see some handout. And what I'm giving you is every district, every county commission district, um, this is an example of So district one, for example, what you're gonna see, these are your new district numbers. Uh, your population in the district is shown uh, on the right under those values, for instance, uh, district one population uh, 10,293, 10,293. There's a deviation of minus 583, so that is the number of people that district needs to pick up in order to be balanced, okay? <laughs> and it's in subsequent, you see some other demographic statistics that are there, this is a map to two uh, print. If we flip the District 2, I'm not gonna go through all of them, but if we flip the District 2, deviation you see there is short 2,255 people,
6: Mm.
8: okay? So so that's the number of people it has to pick up to be balanced. Same token, District 3, deviation to the positive 3,166, that's the number it needs to give up in order to have all the districts balanced. Okay. Can
11: I just stop you right there, yes. there right quick? What what these little numbers in the map mean?
8: Okay, so so the, the little numbers in the map, are at, you, you've got two things. I'm going to drill down to this website real quick because I'm going to show you a website you can go to too uh, to look at. This, this is the county as a whole. And this is... Uh, so if you can click that off, come on in. All right. Closer. Okay, so, so these funny, in district mm-hmm. okay? and so you can see how abnormal and odd shaped shaped they are one block got 77 people in it one block got 70 in it none in this census block so, so what you can't do when you are redrawing your lines is you can't break a census block right. okay? now mm-hmm. if I can answer your questions, Maptitude printed, these are our district precincts, they're different they were picked up by precincts, but what you're going to be working with when you work with Mr. McDonald are these census blocks. If you got to pick up 47, you got a census block with 47. What you just got to remember is you can't split the census block. Right. And he'll go over with you what the lines have to do. They can't just, in other words, this you, you couldn't draw. Go back. You couldn't draw a new district line. -hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. You couldn't draw a new census line or a new
3: boundary line right here. Because there's no natural Mm. river railroad track.
8: Railroad track. It's Mm. gonna follow a natural demarcation line, so to speak. It's already in existence. And so those are the kind of things you're gonna be looking at. But I wanted to give you both of those as you go in it you this website address so that you can go on your computer it's actually off of our web page and you can zoom exactly right here and so as you know you've got to give up five or give up 2200 or gain 583 you can use this map kind of as a guide <coughs> but you can also go in there and zoom wherever you want to look in your district or countywide to know and i want to give you every district so that you know who you're next to and y'all can start some of that conversation. Connie.
1: <laughs> 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 I know that's the news, or news mm-hmm. but I want you, that's the,
8: that, that is as drilled down as you can get
0: it. Wow, you need 22. 22. Yeah, he needs 22.
5: Justin, you may wind up with that new park out there.
2: That's what I would say. That's <laughs> what I would <mean. laughs> <laughs> say. Hey, hey. <laughs> Man, I, hey, I, I might, I might have to throw some money on on <laughs> that <laughs> little project. That all
8: right. <laughs> I, I, I can't make it that far. <laughs> but that's what I have for you just to give you that. So and there's all kind of demographics you can get in there. But that's the basic work you'll be doing. You know what you got to gain. You know what you got to give up. You got to figure out where you want that line.
2: Can can that link be sent to us? Are so you gonna send it to the us? The
8: link. Yes, sir. We are gonna send you that. Okay.
2: It seem like you and I need to around together. I
0: know. Yeah, I'm y'all better start on Fridays. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'm off next week. I'll
8: give
0: you a call. Okay. <laughs> all right. Is that all for yeah. the good of the order?
3: No, Mr. Sorry. Uh, I need to get. I guess see Commissioner and Commissioner Frazier. Please.
11: Oh okay. yeah, it's our, our turn to appointee. Yeah. Okay.
3: And, and and Mr. Brown, just for as you know. of, when someone a term is up, the term is actually wasn't it, wasn't it saying that they cannot they can only serve X amount of term
8: uh, on I'm some sure. boards. Now the host, the hospital board is one of those in their bylaws. They have some stipulations that you can't serve any more than I think it's three or four consecutive. Times. I got a baby thing down here. So so it's not all of them. <laughs>
3: So can you file us a copy of the?
8: Absolutely. Copy
3: of the bylaws so we can have something to go by. you had to rotate off, so. yeah. and, oh. and we going to need to take a look at this one. I think we got an application already on this one.
5: Do, y- do y'all have one for? Ms.
3: Um, Frazier. Yeah, I think
5: Is that's one.
11: Did it, huh? it re-advertise?
3: No, I don't know, it, it was not advertised. Did y'all, did
11: y'all have one for the library board? I think we still have a position on there to fill.
3: We still got one on that one.
5: Well, do, well, I think the mayor was on there.
3: No, the mayor was already off. Was he off already? He, he was off, and that's when we put Uh, Doris Barrett. Doris, Doris Barrett, wasn't it? Doris Barrett. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
11: We still yeah. have one on there to fill. So we
3: still got an opening. Mm-hmm. So I think that opening needs to come from the city of that person needs to come from the city of
11: Rashborough.
0: Mm. Let's look at that and see. All right, I was I mean, y- y'all'll be ready at, at the mid month. We will mid month meeting, sir. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Have all for good order. Chair, turn a motion
2: to adjourn. So I move. Second. All in favor. All right.
6: I-